You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind. I have no idea what episode number this is. 34. Thank you. Oh, no, wait. 35. 35. Maybe? We just did Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird was 33. Out. Next week is 34. This, this might be 35. 35. You're right. Okay. And Live. Li- yeah, on location. On Let's location. put it like that. So at Radio Row. That's back to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're at the, Mike Frances is right next door. We're at the Hardcore oh, Combine. Uh, we're watching everybody's oh, uh, numbers. Uh, <laughs> Bands are starting. Bands are starting right now because mm-hmm. New York waterways can suck one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody at home, if if you hear some... Uh, who's playing? We had any idea right Shackled now? is first. Okay. If you hear some shackled in the background, just enjoy it. Soak it in. Go check it out. Yeah. Check out their band camp. Yeah. Uh, we are recording uh, from just above the stage. So you might hear something, but consider it part of the, the gestalt. Tom, you here. want to hear the st- story on this? Sure. What happened to like the production room? The, yeah. You could go down the street, have your own yeah. like a private area. Yeah. 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 That story fell apart when we arrived. The map yeah. is not the I wanna, territory. I want to say yeah. shout out to Sabrina who helped us out to get this uh, green room that we only have for like a couple hours. Yeah. Um, get it? Green room because it's power trip. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I and mean, they're all commuting. And so Buried Alive is probably on a plane right now. Oh, they yeah, played they last play night. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. play. They that show was last night. I thought it was tomorrow. It was supposed to be tomorrow, okay. and then they got moved to last night. That many times. Um, really? So we were trying to like reverse engineer. Like, how are they going to do it? There's not a red line. Like mm. Rachel's trying oh. to figure out how they would do it. She's like, "There's no red eye. They have to leave this morning." Oh my god, really? they're going to fly in. Yeah. Oh wow. So, so wait, Busky uh, had to go from New York to Cali to play the show to come back to New York. Oh boy. Why did the, uh, is, is it shit we can talk about? Why did that show get moved? I don't know because we no had idea. gotten. A tentative offer to play it on the eighth, and which is tomorrow. It. Yes, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, tomorrow's no. the ninth. Uh, well, whatever. Yeah. I thought it was, right. it was, it was supposed, supposed to be, to be the, the Sunday. Sunday, yeah. And then we couldn't do it because Rachel was going to be here and couldn't get back in time. Mm-hmm. Right. And then somehow it got announced as the seventh. Okay. And then supposedly it was wild. Yeah. I got positive reviews from the dudes who work at Rev who tried to tell me how good E Town was. Yes, so. that's what I. <laughs> that's My what friend Vadim said the too. same. He's like, they were super tight. Vadim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, another rep, went. like half the another rep, rep staff was yeah. there yeah. for E Town. Good, good to hear. <laughs> I don't know if that's a very 2018 thing or what's going on there, but it's a weird world. Um, okay, we're gonna. Oh, well, let's start with some sponsors, shall we? I'm Bob. Oh, let's start with let's start with some intros. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Tom. And I'm Patrick, and we, and I'm Tom. And we, oh, did I not say that right? No, you did. Oh, you right, said it. Sorry. You did it totally right. Sorry, but. I'm fucking multitasking. Uh, of course. Yeah. And uh, this is Axe to Grind. This is, uh, you know, as I always say, I, I like to use preeminent uh, hardcore podcast, uh, doing it for the culture uh, and on location today. And let us uh, in some small way, maybe they financed the trip. Uh, let's thank our sponsors. 
Triple B Records. Sure. If you go to triplebrecords.limitedrun.com and use the promo code Axe to Grind. Spell it out. <laughs> A-X-E-T-O-G-R-I-N-D. I spelled it out for you. Dave. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you can get a 10% off uh, of everything you order. So anything you want to pop off? Uh. Okay, so I'm going to say something maybe unexpected. I know some people see me as being into mosh music. Some people think of me from the bands that I actually play in, which are not that. Uh, I'm going to give the new Brace War a shot. You know what I mean? We we gave a listen to it here. And, uh, you know, I think even if you didn't love Brace War, this it's just like an institution. Give it a fucking... The new record's probably worth your time. So uh, I'm giving a shout out to that new Brace War. I think everybody should check that out. Uh, the second song, Hidden, is the best Brace War song so far. So No shit. Okay. Did the deep dive. Um, <laughs> so uh, that would be my recommendation. I, You know what's funny? We probably don't even need to recommend that one because it'll move with, with or without us. Yeah. But mm-hmm. fucking check it out. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. Mind Force <clears throat> oh. um, record got uh, announced this week. Excalibur. Excalibur. Yo, that's a great name it is. for a record. Smart guys. Yeah. Now I'm He's kinda, like a teacher. This singer's like a science teacher. And now I'm kind of curious what the cover will be. Like, what's the artwork going to be like yeah, for you it? you and yeah. I both hope fantasy shit. It, it, yeah. could, it might be. They could get some, like, metal dude to, like, drew some crazy... As a dude, you don't, you don't fuck with, like, heavy sci-fi or fantasy stuff too no. much. Like, Star Wars is as weird as I get. Do you... Do, does that... Is that a positive or a negative to you for a record cover? No, I think it's if it's well done... It's well done. It's well done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the Zobalba, like, like, or like mm. there was other bands that... Those Zobalba covers are fantastic. Yeah. And like Blistered, I think, got the same dude mm-hmm. to do it for theirs. Yeah. Like it's artsy, like sci-fi thing, but if it's cool looking, it's cool looking. I don't give a okay. shit like what... There's this... There's how a, dorky it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless it's like a fucking like Dungeons and Dragons like well, piece on it, then I don't give a shit. But <laughs> there's, a, there's a sleep... Is it a sleep reissue? I, I don't know. Uh, it's... It, it's uh, Jerusalem. It's the, it's the kind of... Shroud uh, the future shrouded druid looking people walking through the desert. Yeah, that's the reissue of uh, Jerusalem. It's fantastic or, yeah. looking to me. I think yeah. it's just gorgeous. Like that, yeah, I, they I, have core work. Yeah, like what works for that is the colors. Yeah, there's a really nice contrast between the kind of orange sand thing they got going on. Uh, so let us thank our other sponsor. I think we make this interesting enough. That people can bear with us. When I listen to podcasts, I'm sometimes like, all right, let's skip the sponsor bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I think we make this dynamic enough that it's not getting the skip. Is that right? No, yeah. I've caught, I've caught myself like zoning out on podcasts. I, I mm-hmm. just listen to like eight things about CBD oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Which, it's interesting. Who is yeah, doing what the pod, CBD? Yeah. yeah. You, you always are licking it. Oh, okay. oh right. Jamie, Jamie talks about it and he's like, I do this blend and it helps me sleep and it gives me boners. It's weird. <laughs> Give me boners. Uh, you, you listen to like some pretty smart person podcasts. And then Jamie. Yes. And Jamie. and Jamie, do they do? They don't do the CBD oils, right? No, they do Smart like oil. the Cash App, Cash, oh, Casper, really? oh, Casper, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that sort of like heady stuff. Yeah, they're not being like, you having some problem with your fucking tackle? Go to get fucking Blue Chew, whatever the fuck, like everybody else. Like, See, like how do we want to start doing like local ads, like bait and tackle shops? Like, could. like, what, like, like I like feel like I'd be less offended by that than a Casper ad. No, that's true too. I, I, mean, I we should do Blue Chew. We're all getting up in age. Yeah, I, Are you having some problems with your performance? <laughs> what is is what is Blue Chew? It's like fucking like, off brand by Viagra. Viagra. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yo. It's like you're getting problems with your rig. That sounds Blue Chew. That's like yeah. Yeah, that's that's Pat's, that's Pat's other podcast with <laughs> yeah. Amelia. Yo, yeah, <laughs> Pat and Amelia try all the drugs. Try yeah. all the. Try, uh, you know what? I am on. I do take. Uh, 
uh, horny goat weed, not, a blood thinner, not, not horny goat a weed, but uh, no, the other one, the the, the uh, vet for vascularity. I do take the vascularity like prunes. Uh, I don't know what no, you're talking about. That's from shitting. The, the, uh, the, the, well, if you shit hard enough, you get veins. The fucking dried apricots. What we no, got? No, here? no, no. There, there, there's uh, there, there's some vitamin that's good for vascularity. And a leave. I, I could remember if I could. <laughs> if, I could remember, <laughs> if I could remember the name. No, but people they sell it to you as. It's good for athletes, but it's also good for boners because it, yeah, it yeah, vascularity, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I forget the fucking one. But it's I've never heard I, someone use the word vascularity as much as we have in the last five minutes. <laughs> vascularity <laughs> and boners. But all right, so uh, Death Wish. What do they got? Oh, they got that cult Death leader wish. that we got to talk about. New cult leader, very heady stuff. New, new cult leader. Cult leader is uh, uh, Death Wish. This is what Death Wish, in my view, should be doing. It is kind of smart-ish metal yes that isn't like adjacent to the core yeah exa- but not like fucking going for like you know the opening the seven o'clock slot on a major arena tour right but like can hold their own in 300 500 cap and place. i don't know if it'll be cult- exactly right and i don't know if it'll be cult leader but in the same way that deaf heaven popped mm-hmm. one of those type of bands is there's only one allowed at any time, so Deaf Heaven might have to go on vacation. But there, there is. They might have moved to that next strata. Yeah, so I think right. I think Tom's right. Yeah. So, but one of those gets through every few years, and whether it's for Death Wish, whether it's for Southern Lord, whether it's for whoever, I and I find that to be an interesting lane. It doesn't always pop. Sometimes you're you're in the non-pop zone for a long time, but when it pops, it's like it's rewarding because it's good music. You know mm. what I mean? Like sort of that place that Torch pioneered for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which torch didn't pop the way that I would have hoped in life. No. It's an interesting band to talk about at some point. So fucking good. I think they had a couple good records. Oh, they had two fantastic records. What is it? The first two I really kind of vibe on. People like Neanderthal, but I actually yeah. like the one after, after that. Right. And then, uh, yeah, there was some fucking... You know what was funny is that what broke it for me was seeing them. I saw them live in like Austin at some weird South By thing. And uh, it was like a weird warehouse show and it just the energy wasn't there yeah and and it was more i like it sucks to blame the band for that but like it took away from the overall experience to me but anyways cult leader new record. cult leader is an old band right that would name something else am i no crazy? Uh, yes so yeah what's so they were previously uh all of the members except for the singer right. to my knowledge right were in gaza Right, and Gaza, that's right. That's Gaza right. had picked up a lot of energy yes. uh, in a scene that I did not expect them to be winning in, right? Like, yeah, and, they were really, yeah. And uh, just as they were uh, like sort of cresting, uh, Singer exited, Cult Leader started, and took some of that same vibe, but I think are now pushing it in a more experimental mm-hmm. direction, I think. Um, but everybody check that out. I got to say, the record looks fantastic. Mm. I like their shtick. Yeah. Like the C and the L, right? Like the, oh, yeah. The thing they you wouldn't notice it right off the top, mm-hmm. I think. You'd have to know who that band was, quite honestly. To, it's not clear. Right. The, the CL thing, I think you're totally right. Yeah, it, like having those cool records all together would look yeah. really cool. So go pick that up at deathwishinc.com. Uh, the promo code is? Axe to Grind. And you should? Spell it out. And get 10% off anything you order over there. And as you might have heard on our new music episode a couple months, they got a ton of stuff in that distro. Make sure to check that out. Uh, One of the better curated distros of good hardcore. So go check that out. Very gracious donors to our raffle. Yes. Mm, Oh, Triple B and Death Wish. Thank you you both. Thanks, homies. Uh, Okay. We want to do some quick hits? What do we want to do? Quick hits. 
I want to talk about, and I'm going to need you guys because everybody thinks I'm in the I'm in the tank for Code Orange, right? I mean, you are. I am, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are your boys. So, and women. When I talk on when I talk on Code Orange, people sixty percent take it as you know. Right. So they played Made in America Fest the other day. Yes. Uh, and that was not a fest for heavy music. No. No. <laughs> and. Uh, guitar music, period. Yeah, not honestly. a fest for guitar yeah. music. But as it was popping, for however many people were watching, you know what I mean? These these stages of guitar music were not killing it. Code Orange did something that I find very entertaining, but then they got some blowback online, which is that Joe, the bassist, destroyed his bass. Right. Mm. As we've all done at some point. Yeah. Now you tell me. Have you the, seen London Calling? Yeah. Right, the blowback on this to me was insane. Yo, I, I'm a, I'm a, I guess a punk musician. I'm gonna destroy some. You know what I mean? Like some. It wasn't like Joe was gonna walk off stage and be like, "Hey, do me a favor. When you get a second, can you bring this down to downtown Philly and del- deliver it to a school that can play? Like, <laughs> it's either coming home with him or it's leaving in a fucking body bag. Yeah. It's not going like." So can you guys? Exp- why were people even upset? Like because they were like that could have been donated to a school that needed really? help with music stuff. And that is an absolutely absurd thing for somebody to say in earnest. Well, I mean, it was like the almost the the analog to like why you why are you burning your Nikes? You could just give that to a homeless veteran. Like yeah. it's the same fucking. It's like okay, he was doing something as part of his like art for lack of a better term because that sounds so douchey. Yeah. We, everyone, I cannot tell you. I've like I've seen so many bands that just break their shit. Yeah, and also, then they pick up the pieces, they go to the music store, and it gets put back together. Well, it's not like he left his bass there and was like, "Have a good night." So here, here was one of here was one of the arguments. Okay, was oh they can only do that because they get their shit for free. This is a bougie band, you know what I mean? This isn't plugged into whatever, and it's like yo. I mean, I've been a basement band most of my life, and I, gear still gets destroyed. I don't know what the fuck you're talking you know, about. Like, I and don't I don't know if they get it for free necessarily. No, yeah, no. And, and like uh, to be on some real shit, like nobody needs to cape up on this. If you're coming at Code Orange about that, you're you're on some true bullshit. Like just straight up, like yeah, who cares? Like, do you not like them? Then say why don't you like them? Not on some shit about breaking a base. Who cares? Thank you. And, and also, uh, like, right? It's so s- silly. I'm gonna like, get heavy for a second. My personal property, I'll shove it up my fucking ass if I want to. Sure. You know what I mean? I paid money for it. Plenty of people do. What <laughs> right on. Like, <laughs> like, what you got to say about what I do with my property? That's a weird thing to say. So, like, uh, the whole thing, I caught some of it online. I just couldn't, I couldn't even compute it. Like, I just didn't understand why people cared or had an opinion other than, other than cool, other than I don't care. Yeah. Like, you know, like I saw I saw the videos, or did I see a vi- Instagram video from yeah, that set? Yeah. And there was like hardly nobody watching them. Yeah. Because, and and but like, the, but the, that's not a diss to them. No, that's them fast. playing a festival that where it's like, yeah, the people aren't here for this. And like, I don't know, man. Like, it fucking sucks. Like, I'm sure that is a bummer if, for whatever reason, then who knows why the dude broke his base. And to be honest, who cares? It doesn't matter. Property. Yeah. Right. What are we going to call this? A non-traversy? Is it just yeah. no I mean, people just. I mean, I, like you said, like I think people just like, number one, they like to be outraged. Yep. And I think they were looking to be outraged against them. Yeah. Well, well, and they've handled, you know, for the most part. 
Haven't really gotten themselves in too much trouble. I almost picked up the shirt. They did a limited shirt. I almost picked it up. Yeah. Like, I wish they didn't censor it. If they didn't censor it, it yeah. would have been a better <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. I thought. Just be like, um, fuck it. That's a funny. What if they just didn't censor it? Like you, everybody censored it. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd be like, we're going to donate yeah. half the money to a school program in Pittsburgh. Right. I mean, you know, whatever. It's just. People telling other people what to do with their money or their properties. You're just fucking weird. The, the, the final move is after this, they show Joe at Guitar Center with the big pile of money from the shirts, buying a bunch of bases, right. and then them run, run, <laughs> running over them in a monster truck. <laughs> Back over, I'm like, all right, here you go. Yeah. I'll then they donate the the local pieces of the base to a fucking recycling center and go, here you go. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, enough of that controversy. What else we got? Controversy. That's a good term. Um, Can what you else make we, that? There, nah, you that there's yourself? no way I'm that smart. No. Nah, the, the, there's uh, <laughs> a new tragedy release. New tragedy. Which right. you're gonna, secret, like Beyonce and yeah, a little Beyonce ish. I, I we talked about that stuff like a little day by bit. Day. Yeah. About what the the, the, the drop release, yes. yeah. But with tragedy, it's difficult to say whether that is because they are now older gentlemen who used to be able to do this. You know what I mean? And or if it's because they're really plugged in and said, "Good enough for Beyonce, good enough for me." Is this their first release in like the digital age? Um, I think they put out a record in 2012. But oh, like really? the first time that it's kind of like we'll just throw it up on Bandcamp. Fuck it. Maybe I, I mean Like I don't know If you could do a secret release Of like a vinyl only thing And it's like You're in a record So you go Oh shit There's a new tragedy Or like you know Kent McClure put out A fucking giant I'll head. say tragedy They're gonna might, happen Tragedy you know? might be The only one that can so, so the deal with the release Was they They played some show In Portland And pressed 100 on Vinyl Okay There's 100 on red vinyl Um is I this love, all just I marketing that. I love It's that fantastic move, And love I mean it. I'm sure it's precipitating A larger release But like What about this Is just purely marketing So they dwell on people Who Oh shit! There's a new record. It's the it's the successful version of what we've talked about. Yeah. The like, yo, you dropped it. People freaked out. I know. I was like, oh shit! I got to hear this like right away. I mean, I kind of assumed they were done. They were, they were like done. Yeah, for lack of you know, like yeah. When was the last time you heard them play? You know, no. I mean? Like, how much lamer would it be if there was like a tragedy posting on social media? Like, hey guys, new record coming in three months. Yeah, you're like the fuck. fuck yeah. But they drop it, and everybody's like, oh shit. It's Even people fu- yeah. who didn't care about their last two LPs, which is we're going back. Like ten years, fifteen years. Yeah, like like if for records that people care about, Vengeance came out in like oh two or oh three, you know, and that's the last one that people really yeah. hit hard about. Did you listen to this one? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Okay, did yeah. you listen? Very good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't check it out. I'm it's their best record since Vengeance. Okay. Um, the la- a, and yeah. I, uh, no, it's just so funny that they're like very anti like social media, mm-hmm. but put it out on Bandcamp. That's social media kind of. Just saying, he's not wrong. There is a social aspect to it, and no. then I guess all the you can only buy the record, which is kind of on brand through Abolition. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. so like Kent McCord is like that's it's not funny. a limited release, yeah. you know. But if it sells that quick, well, just print more. Like yeah. don't sweat it. Yeah, but right. that's that's yeah. so wild. Yo, I haven't heard of Abolition in in any kind of main sh- like their no, website cool. is the same as like 2003 I'm sure it's like, it's like fucking Geocities <laughs> Angel Fire Lycos a flaming, a flaming skull exactly yeah. the record is the best thing they've done since Vengeance it kind of has more of that epic feel okay the first two LPs and can we call this Life 7 Shaft the last two LPs are good like, like those are good records but it's just so hard when you put this is kind of like we did the Winning Streak podcast uh, on Patreon and this is kind of the the funny argument is like, well, what about the other records? You know, the records that aren't considered canon. Yeah. 
that it's only in comparison to those other records that are great. Right. That, they're that not. these are like, yeah, they're good. When you listen to it, it's like, this is it's a good, this is yeah. good right? right? Like, there's a lot of, I think tragedy is a great example of that in recent times. Well, so tragedy uh, yeah. and neurosis are mm. two of the few bands, few, who can, who occupy the space where they can do this. Oh, I mean, like, and Converge for, oh, you know, Converge, like, yeah. But Converge is consistent. Converge I mean, consistent. every two or three years has yeah. an LP out. Yeah, yeah. Like consistent. But I think they're an interesting one for the other records because the Converge super fans will be like, oh, there's hierarchies. There's hierarchies yeah. of hierarchies, yeah. you know? So I like uh, that their band camp was Tragedy HC. Kind of warm my heart that they yeah, yeah. identified as a hardcore band. I don't know why. It's probably stupid, but I was kind of psyched. No, so that they're not that's like too cool. punk. It was like Tragedy PDX fucking. That might have already been taken. Uh, so, okay, what other quick hits we got? I'm gonna um, check that out. By the way, the uh, very good. The I did it 911 oh. at gmail.com is taken. <laughs> I looked. You actually went and looked. I looked because I was like, this would be funny to have this because we've mentioned it a few times. Yeah. And be like, if somebody emails it, like, all right, you get a fucking axe to grind, no prize but or something. Somebody. Somebody got thought it. Thought that that was a good idea. Somebody's got I did it 911. Right. I wonder like how recently it was like. Was it from the podcast that someone took? I that? wanted I wanted to email so bad, but like who this? Yeah, um, like will you sell us this email for nine dollars and eleven cents? We got to know somebody that can like send them like some kind of spam thing that'll like destroy their computer <laughs> or something. I mean, I, you know, like there used to be one that you could send, like you could text somebody and would just literally shut their phone off. Oh Jesus! Like there's definitely someone out there if you're out there, not to be old Trumpian and be yep. like Russia if you're listening, oh, get yeah. me the emails. <laughs> My friends, destroy my countrymen. With bots. Yes, send bots to i did it at gmail.com. The first one to present that Gmail account to Patrick Kinlan will get a prize pack. Yo, that, but that person's actually edgier than I am. That's an edgy person. Okay, yeah. okay, Saddam518 at SoulSeek. Saddam didn't do it. Didn't. Yeah, we're, we're all done, clear though. on that now. Um, GWB911.com. Um, <laughs> Do you guys know about the Greg Mongoloid prank that we played back in the Sound of Fury days? No. Speaking of festivals and Greg Falchetto here. Um, I don't know what he did, but we, I was visiting in New Jersey and uh, something silly. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to play. It was early days of Twitter. We did a, I, we posted Greg's phone number and said, whoever sends the funniest tweet, funniest message to this phone number gets in Sound of Fury for free. This is still in the time where you'd have to pay by text and stuff oh, like that. Oh, shit. So Greg got hit with something like 500 messages and like all this stuff. <laughs> and he hit, I think he ended up having to pay 170 bucks on his phone. That's I don't remember what was pretty did, great. But it was, it was a really good prank, but. Uh, he'll make that today. Well, he'll get that back. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, which, by the way, we should talk about that. Uh, we're at Back to School Jam, and mm. it it's, looks like it's shaping up to be hot. Is that about nice right? Spot. So, so nice spot. We should we should address that our man Tom had to climb over mountains and and cross rivers to get here. I thought my commute sucked. But no, but his, his his trumpet. I literally left the house at ten o'clock. Like I was like, oh, this will be plenty of time. Yes, I set an alarm for this bullshit. Yes, to get oh. to a hardcore 10 show. Ten o'clock. Should yeah, have been brunch core. Brunch podcast. Terrible. Yeah. Nosh and mosh. So should I not take the ferry? Give me some ferry info here. What's up? What did you say he was? He was ferry. He ferry con. He was con. Ferry yeah. con. I was. Usually ferries are pretty decent. It's quick. It's like pretty much the most direct way of getting across. And pleasant. It seems yeah, like it pleasant. could be really pleasant. Like, all right. So the ferry leaves from 39th Street. Mm-hmm. I was like, perfect. I'll take the 7 from my house. Get right there. Walk down the street. Get on. Most of the uh, area over there was closed for construction. So mm-hmm. I had to walk like 10 blocks out of the way. Yo, New York is closed for construction today. They it's make it very insane. difficult for actual people that live here. Yes. that need to get out. Yes. It's a fucking nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. 
And then I waited, and then the ferry, which said on the website that would take 15 minutes, <laughs> did not. It took uh, 15 minutes to each each stop, and there were six stops. Some lady almost fucking ate it over the side because she missed her stop and thought she could still get off. And some, yeah, it's the guy that was working the boat had to like drag her back inside, which oh. was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you said there was a lot of tourists on the boat? A lot of tourists. Nobody knew they were, where they were going. Oh. So Why part, were tourists going from Manhattan people to like Hoboken? Hoboken. Yeah. Well, if you're from, look, like, yep. I, and I'm saying this yeah. as someone who lives in New Jersey, Hoboken's neat and all, and if you live in New York and want to go to Hoboken for a night, that's fine. Sure. If you're visiting New York, just, just stay in New York City. There's better neighborhoods than Hoboken, I think. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if they just take the ferry to like get a like. Oh, Instagram to do the ferry. Okay, the I understand that. I but you know. I, I've, look, yo, I'm suspicious. My girlfriend's got a boyfriend in Hoboken. That's how. Oh, much, she's been going. That's there. how much she loves. Hoboken. It's good. It's she's good young. nightlife. Yeah, it's good nightlife. Yeah. I, to, a lot of young me, people. To me, Hoboken is cool. If I want to like. Maybe I just I'm hanging out and grabbing an Indian meal or something. Is that that's the Jerry we see her tagging in all her photos in Hoboken? <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, that, Jerry from Hoboken. Shout I, out. I, I like to. I like. To we need a sub in for guests. So I like to come say on. That she's dating a Sean with an with an H. Oh, you know okay. I mean? <laughs> but no, uh, she's in Hoboken a lot, and I don't understand the appeal. Is yo is Jersey City popping or am I yeah. confused? It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you walk down like the main like hotspot thoroughfare to get here. Okay. Like that plaza that's mm-hmm. all closed off, that's pretty big. I followed a kid, because I don't know where the fuck I'm going, so I followed a kid with a brass knuckle tattoo and was like, the odds are, you know. Did he I, lead you astray or did he come right here? He came right here. Love he, it. He came right here. Love it. And But you know, you can tell a, bra- a brass knuckle tattoo that was... Where was the placement of the brass uh, knuckle tattoo? Uh, back of the bicep. Back of the bicep. All uh, right. Oh, dude. Definitely moshed at Chrome for Shattered Rome. Yes, exactly. That's and totally. he was and like, he was the perfect age for that. Right, and, right. Yeah. Probably had like some kind of hat on because yeah. he's got the MPB. He did. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, right. Wait, what was that? MPB the, male pattern baldness. Oh fuck me! Yeah. <laughs> Not most precious blood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably if you if you like them, you probably wear fucking hats like that too. Honestly, maybe the latter version. Not Dude, the version. male pa- pattern baldness is a fear. That's such a. Bad it's a real thing. thing. Real. I, I mean, well, that's the one in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, so. No, that's this. The fucking half ring around the head, right, right, right. But uh, it starts yeah. in the back, right? Because a receding hairline is different. Right, I'm receding. Right, we're all receding. Every life is receding. We're all receding. Yes, yes. But, but the the world recedes. But the other one is in the back, back. Like I my think, dad. I think that yeah. where it starts going from the back. Yeah, yeah and then it's like yeah. creeping yeah. death towards that the front. One, but that one is genetic, and the other one, or hereditary, and the other one, uh, receding is they is a mystery. It could be anything. Probably so this is where products. we confirm our, our old man status. Is we're having a fucking yeah. well, I mean, You know what though? <laughs> yeah. Half the people but it's fucking real. are like, dude, I, I, I shaved my head at 19. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Oh. But, that's the, but that's the thing, right? Like my my half brother bald at 19 and a half. Bald. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, I, I had that thought today. I'm driving. I'm like, if I started just shaving my head when I was younger... This would not be an issue. I could just do the shaves. I'm fine, yeah, yeah, but but, you, but, nah, but you, it's, you it's my right height with a shave it's, though. But when you I kick it in early, but when like you, I have friends that like done it early, then it's like, oh, you look no different. Like Tom's, now, if I was like, I'm gonna, I'm getting lost no, it, here. I just have to give up. Yo, then it's like, no, what but the fuck, you, bro. Like, I what feel like you? you're in good shape, man. Yeah, Honestly, iffy. I don't know. I feel like Craig Satari like thinnered me like the last time I saw him because he wants everyone to be bald like him. So, That's an evil dude. You know, He's gets, fucked up. Nobody gets my thinner reference. I'm glad. Yes. You know, yeah. Thank God. So we were at we were at like in so when Sigurd played Asbury Park and we were like Porta across the street waiting mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, we were telling a story about a friend of ours that he literally fucking he like <laughs> Jedi mind tricked into shaving his head. 
He's oh like, dude, God. it's a fucking nightmare. You got to shave it. And like, oh. and my friend like posted it on the internet. Like, Craig made me shave my head. I'm so glad I did this. Fuck. And we were like joking about it. And he was like, let me see yours. He's like, dude, it's a fucking nightmare. You just got to shave it. I go, <laughs> what? He's got a line. He's got a line on it. That's and, it. And I was like, are you, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, dude, it's over. Just it's fucking over. let it go. I'm like, holy fuck. So now, like, as he left, I like I asked my friend Jerry. I'm like, am I am I going bald? And no one told me. He's like, no. no. He's like, this guy's just. He's fucking like, he's out. being he's got a an dick. agenda. But yeah. I feel like he was like thinner. And then like my hair started falling out since then. I don't Yo, know. But no. what's crazy? Okay, so so uh, at what age were you when that happened? That was recent. It was like last summer. Okay, last summer. But here's my point. You never know the thing that you can't say to someone. And I find that so uh, Sick of it all doesn't know that line. No. <laughs> See, <laughs> For my what? personal experience, it, it's never like, no, maybe we shouldn't say that. So it's like, we definitely should say so that. So those dudes are brutal. Bru- yeah. Okay. See, that's, I love Severity that. level of out of 10? 11? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, so I was, I was in uh, Pittsburgh recently, and... and uh, Is this where you were getting yelled at? Yeah. Jo- okay. Joe from Code Orange. Like, Did you ever get the whole thing on that? He confessed. I'll give it no. to you. He I'll con- give it to you later. He confessed uh-huh. that he was hanging on to some anger. He said that every time he sees me, and he's seen me 55 times since then, that he gets a little spike of anger because something I said to him like the oh, first well, time we met. Yo, and, uh, now we know why he broke the base. <laughs> he, can. He, he, he made believe the monitor was your face. Yeah, but, yeah. but you, the but spike has been released. To think about that. There's What did you say to him? Everybody's got to think. Is that not... It, you know what? It, I was not fair for air. Uh, not fair cool. for air. Okay. But and I was motherfucking joking. <laughs> but it was like people got lines, yeah, man. People got lines. It, funny thing. That dude does jujitsu now. He'll fucking choke your ass out. Yeah, I mean, he's also fucking he's nine put feet on, tall. He's, he's yeah. put on fucking eighty pounds since yeah. I met him. And looks like a, looks like a strong dude. Yeah. No, he's gotten there. He's but, I think he looked strong without the beard too. To be honest, a good looking dude. So he's, well, he's got a him. jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a strong, like I couldn't knock you out. Jeff. Right, which most dudes who got the beard thing going on may, may not have a face. Right, right. Yeah. but but honestly, that's what I was gonna say about if you chose. To, I think both of you could could go shaved head, but I got a <laughs> large fucking head, dude. But but here's the thing: you keep your beard pretty ordered. Yeah, and th- that makes it so you can do the, yeah. the you can do the shave. I got a big fucking Irish Tom. Head. I think I you see got. That, but uh, and I also they thought I had water on the brain when I was born. No. Yeah. Yo, I and think my you father got, was fist fought, fist fought the doctor. Yeah. I think you got good hair and keep it. Thank you. And like it's Fuck you, smooth, Craig Satari. You got I love a good you anyway. look. Thinner. Thinner. Uh, Thinner. Okay. Uh, we got any more quick hits? What? There was something else. There was a big outside. thing. It's not even. I don't even know if there's a quickie. Do we have any other quick ones? So we did. Cult leader. We did. Fya. This. Fya is the big one. Yeah. Oh, let's okay. do that. I got the lineup. It's a good concert. <laughs> Quite a, a concert. concert. So you played there. I did. Good vibe because I never. Been it was a good f- vibe no. actually. Yeah. The, the, the I think the venue now is better. Mm. That was a big venue that we played in Ebor City. Was ah. that the one Chain played? No. No. It's the that one was before. last year. We yeah, played right, the year before that. Right. We played the one that was like, if everyone remembers their hardcore beef, there was supposed to be like a giant brawl. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but photos and such. Hardcore kids and bikers and shit. Nothing actually happened, thankfully. Um, but like, I showed up to hang out. And like, place was locked down. Mm. Like, people like around all the doors, like waiting, and nothing happened. Yeah, mm. um, but it was a good vibe. It was like Blister's last show, so it was pretty nuts. That's right. Um, Jorge Marauder called me his N word, which was okay. oh, the nice. first, huh. um, which was cool. Um, <laughs> I was like, someone's like, he. Just, I'm like, I heard it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> Don't repeat it. Thank so, you. Yeah. So it's nice yeah. sentiment, but uh, let's let it. Pass. Yeah. Like you could have said he's my buddy, but that's cool too. Um, 
but yeah, it's a good vibe. Like, there's a lot of young kids, and like they give everyone kind of a chance, which is cool. So cool. It's like it's a good vibe. It's legit a good vibe. Um, like, this new place looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I think they would talk about like cause a lot of people would hang out. There's like ramps on the side that people kind of tended to congregate on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they might kind of change some stuff around so people have to be on the floor. Here's a question related. Yes. In rap and hardcore, there's 500 people on the stage, right? Like a, sure. big, a big show, 500 people on the stage. Yep. I'm not talking about fans. Uh, You're talking stage potatoes. I'm talking about, yeah, like yeah. your buddy, your gang affiliate, whoever the yeah. fuck it is, is, is standing behind. Yeah. So, and and do, does it stick out to you more now as like grown-ups when there's nobody on a stage and the fucking band is doing it without anybody. Because now I think that leaves a nicer impression, don't you? It definitely does. Because when you're a kid, you see 500 people on stage, you're like, wow, this band's really plugged in. They it did. depends. Okay. I feel mean? like you're going to see, you know, say you go to like fucking Black and Blue Bowl. Yep. And Mad Bowl's playing and it's fucking 300 dudes with neck tattoos on stage yep. and their families. Leaves an impression. It's kind of like, yep. fuck, this is an army. Yep. But if it's just like, you know, fucking random band number three and like literally all their friends are on the stage. Yeah. It kind of looks a little cheesy. There's nothing like a sparse stage with like four men, women, whatever, you know, as a unit just playing and no yeah, one standing I, I agree. I kind of, it kind of takes away from them when it's just like random hangers on just fucking hanging there. What, what if it's I, a crew thing, I think it's different, quite honestly. Yeah, no matter no, what I, it is. It, it gives it's a like a sense of like, this is our band. This is our people. It gives a different you know? impression for sure than just Google. But if it's just like, I don't feel like standing down there with the plebes, like that's corny. Yeah, agreed. To me. But I've been thinking about this. I really like uh, spotlights, like uh, like uh, almost like I'm given the Tony Awards or some shit. Mm-hmm. But for the type of music that we all enjoy and play, it's almost impossible because there's no way anybody could keep up with the body movements of people. But I like that idea of single spotlights for every performer. Yeah. I think that's like, like that's what I like to see when I go out. You know what I mean? Cause I don't like a light show. I don't need a fucking light show. No, I don't want a seizure, but I'd like you know some, I mean? yeah, mm. but I like the single thing, but okay. Give me this, give me this fucking, uh, lineup. Okay. Jeez, I think sorry. it's the, uh, no stress. Uh, Tom is, Tom is not I am only tour managing yeah. from a chair for his own band. You're not allowed to load in, which is good. Mm. Okay. okay. Merch is in a different building, two blocks away, yep. mm. which I'm hearing about and everyone's mad about. Yeah. Mm. We showed up early because he told us to get there at one. We're not allowed to, allowed to load in. <laughs> okay. So it's going well. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Am I on the list?" <laughs> Who? Like just friends? Ooh. Yeah. And I, I was like, "You're not on the I list." I was like, "I haven't handed in the list yet." Well, I'm in Jersey City already. Well, yeah, you know, be waiting a while. Let, let's let's do this. We'll we'll get into FYI, but yeah, this is a no, good, no, no, you want to jump in, and then we'll do you because th- this is the interesting thing is we're getting a unique ability to talk to someone who's going to be playing one of the prominent roles at the festival the day he's playing. So yeah. there we go. Thank you for making time for this. Sure, thank you. <laughs> I'm saying proof of unemployment is what I need for guest list now. I need my whole thing is like I need proof that you are in a rough spot. All right, I have a friend, just, and then we'll start FOA. Of okay. course. She Who lives in Jersey City. Yep. Apartment is between $35,000 and $4,000 a year, mm-hmm. a month. Bless Drives up. a brand new BMW. Yep. Bless she, up. You could be in Jersey City, Hard, former hardcore person. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, White Eagle Hall. Oh, okay. She's like, $40. I go, yeah. 
She's like, oh, I didn't know it was a festival. I'm like, bands are flying out for this and getting yeah. paid. Like, they can't. It can't be yeah. cheap. And there's and there's at least four real headliners. Like, oh, it's not yeah. my yeah. show. Like, if it would it'd yeah. be a twelve dollar show, if it was us, it's right. fucking forty bucks. You know, like. And she's like, are you gonna be like hanging out outside before and after? <laughs> oh. You drive. If you sold your car, you could pay half my fucking school loans. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you give me a fucking hard time about forty dollars. But as they say, that's how the rich stay rich. <sighs> you know yeah. I, mean? I got a friend. Who, I got a friend who hasn't killing. paid for a meal in six years. Hasn't paid for his own food in six years. Is that you? <laughs> no, that like, <laughs> I got a friend, Patrick Pimplin. Yeah, no wish. one ever knows you. I, Jesus, I Cat Pimplin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay. What do we got? We start right. from the bottom. We're gonna start. Well, well no, because it's not a. You know, <laughs> it's not. They posted a lineup one, mm. but the way I read it, it's actually just the top four. Yeah, and I think those are in order, and then the rest is alphabetical. Right, but okay. the top four aren't necessarily in order. Oh, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, good. Okay. So a certain band on there, it kind of yeah did not negotiate that spot. Gotcha. Ah, uh, okay. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. Let's start Saturday, January 5th, the Canal Club. Oh, and they actually put it wrong. It's January 5th, 6th, 2019, not 2018, because mm. this is some time travel. Yeah. You blew it. Come on, Bobby Wilson, Tampa, Florida. I might fuck that one up too, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah course. you're in the now. Yeah. Saturday, January 5th. Let's uh, quick reaction, Siege Band. Yeah, do it. Incendiary. Nobody here's mad at that no. band. <laughs> they'll, they'll Even though I buried them and I it was wrong. Yeah, they should kill it. You'll, you'll see in about one six of the hours. best yeah. reactions at uh, this is hardcore. Yeah, I'm, look, says. my track record's not great. <laughs> Eco Strike. Uh, Probably re- should headline. Big reaction in Florida. It's going to go big. Mm-hmm. They're the fucking centerpiece of Florida. Mm. It's like Southern hardcore. They're the foundation. Like no, no pun intended. Oh, that's an inch, that's a. That's How Foundation like took over the South, yeah, and like had their offspring. Yep, I feel like East Coast Strike is that now. All right, God, who God else is? Yo, I think guys. that's a really good take. That's who else interesting. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's magnitude in all those bands, but they look too like, Eco Strike. Yeah, I mean, like how magnitude was? Huh. Uh, what was um, Kyle Jackson? Oh, d- uh, discourse, d- discourse. Yeah, like to, they were their discourse. The Foundation mm, is like gotcha. magnitude. Okay, I feel like they should be a headliner. All right. honest with you. Morning again. I don't know. Florida. Look, they got a new record coming out. New record coming That's out cool. on Revelation. Uh, I'll, I'll give it. They're a li- booking shows and stuff. Yeah, like Josh White li- is booking them. I'll give it a listen. Um, I I'm interested actually in what that band does because that that really is not a prominent band. You know what I mean? That's not like an important band per se. I'm sure it's very important to some to some people. Don't fucking at me. I'm just saying, in our current idea of hardcore history that's not a marquee act did they have a moment i believe so it kind of was like it never was for me but i was not there you know it's weird i mean like in florida sure in certain places absolutely but like we were in new york right and you were in new york you were in new york but you also killed in the south like killed right like to a point right right yeah Yeah. some places was fucking deader than anything but no yeah but i feel like at that time when they were doing like them and culture were like Southern hardcore bands. Oh, yeah. They went from like Florida to like Germany. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, did they yeah, ever play right. CBGBs? I have no idea. I, have no I right. couldn't guess. Right. But not with us. Yeah. And I, you know, we were the house band but for that kind of show. With them and Race Trader putting out new records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. B- by the way, I'm not mad at this. <laughs> I'm. Just, I'm actually. I feel like Race Trader has a place in in current. Really. Just because of the discourse. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. All right we can get to that. But but. Both bands, I'm not mad at them putting out new material. I actually if, appreciate it. it yeah, it's not they, lazy. 100. Uh, I, I think it's way better than just playing popping show, up yeah. and playing Doing a bunch of shows. Hits. It's cool. Go do your thing. Do your art for sure. But is it 
like Man, a, do, is it a headliner? Is it a uh, semi-headliner? Honestly, on this lineup, I, I'd put them behind Incendiary, Ego Strike, and then the next band we're going to talk about okay. for sure. Probably. Yeah, right. I would think. Yeah. I mean, I feel like old people don't come to fests. Right. You put that midday for the people that are You just spelled it out, too. An old person's like, oh, man, 40 bucks. You definitely got 40 bucks to <laughs> yeah, come to the fest. The, the amount of text messages I've gotten the last couple of days, I'm like, mm-hmm. if you were like, hey, man, you want to go to this arena show for free? Sure. You want to go to this hardcore show for free for 35 bucks? I can pay. Yeah. yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, really I'm, I'm spoiled. I, I really, yeah. I'm spoiled. But so I can't say, I can't speak on this. You know what I mean? But I mean, I would rather, if you were like, do you want to pay $25 and get a pass that you don't have to stand in the crowd? Mm. Or do you want to get in for free and stand in the crowd? I will gladly pay $25 to not have to like get yeah, elbowed true. into by people. All true. True. All right. Morning again. Yo, but it's funny because we're saying that about morning again. Cool that you're doing that. How would we feel if Judge was recording a new record? I mean, there were rumors of it. There were. But I feel like they're even further removed from, like, yeah. relevancy, honestly. But, Do like, they, I think, just simply put, if Judge was recording a new record, I'd be like, oh, please don't. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking 30 years ago. See, I'm going to be honest. At this point, and uh, five years ago, I would have agreed with you. Mm-hmm. At this point, you're going to be doing the shows... Come on, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not that's not a bad take. I think I probably might be with you. Like I was having a, but there's a part of me because they're that much more canonical or were bigger than something like Morning Again, and they are like you said, Tom, further back. Yeah, thirty years. I know. The last time Judge wrote a record, there's a legacy to ruin. That's right, and we don't know, and we, and I guess that's the thing. We're not. We're saying that Morning Again maybe still hasn't written their best record. Who knows? Right, but they have less of a legacy. Like Judge could ruin. I mean, did you hear the Grill Biscuit songs that they had on that seven inch? But here's like when they came back. Uh, So I think they went from the best one of the best hardcore records ever to an absolute embarrassment. Who wrote? Do we know who wrote those tracks? Walter. Really? What was he? Was he going through his shit, or was what, what happened? It was just them trying to like do Civ, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it was two songs and then like that like limited edition one that they sold on that first tour. It's like I listened to it once. I was like, I will never listen to this again. Here was a conversation I was having the other day with a with check a, the matrix with a listener uh, and friend of the room. Uh, Chromags, there we there's some debate over. If you go see the Cro-Mags with, with JJ and all that, mm-hmm. everybody reports that it is always entertaining. They also report it is always the same thing. You know what I mean? I mean, that dude, they haven't changed the set list in haven't, 12 years. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, but other people, and I like that last Harley record, to be totally honest. Some people took issue with the lyrics, blah, blah, blah. That's I, my only beef with it. I, I really enjoyed it. Music, it's hard. If he had a fucking ghostwriter, God damn. Harley, Can you, could you help him services. with that, Jesus? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could, I could probably do better than what he did. I put money on it. So, but here's the thing. The debate was... Whose legacy is more secure? Who's all that conversation, right? And what we talked about was my feeling is, yo, get together, two songs, put the whole thing to bed. Don't you don't ever have to like each other, talk to each other, but let's see what's real. Is are you actually any good in 2018? Could you write songs that are good? Like, and then put it to bed. What about the gamble of a legacy? I mean, do, do you gamble a legacy? Cause, no, I mean, you, you, you for, on an artistic level, I think it's worth it. Yeah. Like if you if you are look at yourself as an artist now, if you look at yourself as just going and doing that because hey, we love doing that. I don't. I'm willing about there's people who were like, yeah, you know what? I'm just not interested in writing new songs. That's cool. Go have fun. Go play the songs you, you want to play. Yeah. yeah. So that's the way it, it is. is but like, though. yeah. I mean, we've. Have I've you thought about it. it? Yeah, we're like every time we talk about it, Justin's like. 
It's kind of like when Billy Joel puts out the greatest hits record and puts those two new songs at the end. He's like, that's what these new songs are going to be like. He's like, I'm afraid. I yeah, feel like you like either. The dude bat- batted like six for six or whatever the fuck. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I could really fuck this whole thing up. And no one's going to mm-hmm. remember the fucking three records that they love. They're going to be like, oh, God. Yeah, Old men thing. fucking yelling about no. clouds. You know, you what, know I mean? what it could be? Honestly, is like, uh, it's like the Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards. Thing, yeah. Where it's like. You lost a step. Immediately, yeah. people are like, he was still. Good. He was still a good player, but he wasn't Michael Jordan. Over time, people forget that. Yeah, people forget like that era. But it's always one of those things that yeah, Michael Jordan. But remember those couple years on the Wizards, and it's like uh, it's people. It's Joe Namath on the Rams. I mean, OJ on the 49ers. People forget the OJ after they get gone. He peaked. Yeah. Uh, also, who do you rely on? Like, okay, let's just say for a second that legacy is important to these people. I don't know that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. none of my business, to be frank. But let's say it's important. Who do you trust to listen to your new material and be honest with you if, if that is a thing that you should release to contribute to, your, to who you are and your legacy and how people see you or if you should toss it in the fucking garbage? Oh, that's tough. I would trust you. Yeah? Because I feel like you wouldn't bullshit me. No, I would not. That I think, true. and you, you mm-hmm. know but enough of, of us to be like, this isn't. I think what Tom's saying, like, like you have to go to someone who's who's both a fan of your material, right? To a point and, they, and honest, right? And I couldn't give it to Bob. Bob'd be like, I don't like the old stuff either. So well, it's no, like, and I would be not I would a bad way, but I'm saying, yeah, I would but, be honest. But, it but you would, would be think it would probably suck, like, like if oh, it no, wasn't your thing. You know what I mean? He at least has like some reference point that he's like, that's exactly. You wiped us at one point, but. And then you could tell that's us like, totally like, like I think that's a the, the thing he said. Yeah. It's like I'm not coming from a point where I was like, like having now listened to Indecision and Most Precious Blood with the ears of not a jerk 16 year old. It's like, oh, I, I get this. I see it. But I still wouldn't be coming from a point where it was meaningful to me at a time when it was active. I think it should be when it was some something where it was meaningful to somebody, but they can listen to it with the ears. It's tough, man. That's yeah, a tough if someone question, gave me right? something that I didn't like. To begin with, I would be able. I wouldn't be able to judge it on its merit. I'd be like, "But this isn't for me." And think about how good a Gorilla Biscuits reunion record would have to be to stand. I mean, there's in no the, way. There's no dude, way. Dude. I mean, you like know what the, the Civ record. That's what it was. That's it's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Set your goals is the GB reunion record, but only that we because it was named something different. But everybody kind of knew. Yeah, they and it was like if okay. you knew, you knew, and, and it was like, good fuck. enough. Yeah. But if you if you would call that Gorilla Biscuits, set your goals. You'd be like, you there out. might be people who are like, really? Yeah. Why is it so slow? This is less. Yeah. You know, like I think it's a fantastic question. Who do you trust? Man, you yeah. got to be careful because yeah. the other side is, what if they do tell you, yo, this sucks? And what if you don't really think it sucks? Right. But that's the problem is that you can't check yourself. Like, it, m- m- my behavior. Sometimes I need a I need a check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you've seen me behave in a way that requires uh, mm. an outside editor to tell me. It's tough to to tell me. Hey, you need to take it down a notch, or you need to be cool here. People and, are either their most like ver- like hated critic or like love every fucking thing they shit out. It's hard. Yeah, it's really yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. And Ryan Adams puts out fucking hundreds of songs every couple of years. It's right. like, dude, if you would have done 12 of these, these would have been the best. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's where it comes with you. Like, yeah. I think it's funny because I like your band a lot, but there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, this record missed me. And, that, like, and you know that's a I mean? legacy I'm comfortable with. Right, but, I know you not, are. But not everybody is. And like, yeah. and, and that's the part that's interesting to me is you don't just got to trust somebody to tell you that's a good song. Mm-hmm. If you're concerned about quote unquote legacy or whatever, you got to trust somebody to say, this is a hit by the standards of your listener. Sure. And your listener 
for some of these bands, for Morning Again, their listener is now 37 years old. Yeah. Wow. Uh, firstly, I don't, know how, I don't know how the music is going to reach that 37-year-old, so uh, my guess is that they're, they're going to have to play in front of younger people, and God bless. That's cool. That's cool. Yep. But to, be, to hit for a 37, or to, to hit, if you are 37 trying to hit with fucking 19-year-olds to 23-year-olds, yo. It's hard to say, but at the same time, so like, if you're a 37, you're a 37 year old dude. Your 37 year old fan base might be like, "This is fucking cool," but guess sure. what? You'll never know that because they'll be in the back with the beer. Yes, and right. You need yeah. the 19, and some bands, Four Punch, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. us to a point. Yeah, young kids still give a shit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we were depending on the kids that saw us at CBGBs in 1998, it would be a fucking mausoleum. Yes, I, a lot of standing around. But a lot I mean, of people like, were like, "Hey, that was a great set, man." Yeah, cool. But think of fucking there was no energy. Punch. There's yeah. not 40 year old kids mm-hmm. going off. That's it's right. fucking 19 year olds and 23 right. year olds and that kind of stuff. Certain bands have that, and I don't know why. Why it would be Floor Punch no. and not say Morning Again? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't it's want- hard to say that they have it though. Or like Floor Punch versus In My Eyes. At the time, In My Eyes was, was a huge band. Probably yes. bigger than Floor Punch. Probably bigger. But now then the, and every reunion. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, but uh, I think it's I think it's an interesting question. My take too is that if you are doing the reunion record, the move is to do an LP. This is a weird thing Ooh. take because I think if you only do a couple songs, People it's easy to toss. Yeah. Easy to toss. And Especially digitally. Yeah. You listen to it once, you go, all right. I'll just listen to the classic record. But if know. you put out a strong fooling, and it's the same conversation we have about putting out a lot of material. If you put out a full length of just Drek, man, you, you really iced yourself. See, I know I'm a Slapshot apologist. I get that that's a thing here. I listened to a Slapshot record from 2012 the other day, like a single. Yeah, you put on for this, yeah. It, no, it, it, it's no. an Australian single. Ugh. And it is clearly throwaway tracks. And when I'm listening to it, I'm like, yo, I just have to be honest with myself. This is still highly capable hardcore music that I really actually enjoy. And those dudes, sure. I mean, you might not, it's not going to be great. But it's never going to be bad. That's a good point. It's yeah. going to be like. Good. I mean, those dudes can write those songs in their fucking. Sleep. Think about think right. about think about the Lifetime reunion record from two thousand nine or whatever. Yeah, they did that single eight six seven whatever. Yeah. They did that I single two songs and it yeah. was good. It was clearly it was cool. good. Yeah. But then when they put out the full length, you went, oh, this These belongs do, yeah. in their canon. Like, yeah, it's not they didn't right along it. with their other stuff. Right. Think of how many bands actually did that. Them, not many. Descendants, Descendants, a few yeah. other like not a ton of bands. Hardcore came. bands is really tough. The more like once you go to a maybe more into hardcore another, song, but they were old man music when they were young. Yeah, and they're like totally post Quicksand's new record. If people count it, there's a lot of people who don't. But like with a hardcore hardcore band, yeah, I mean one with an extended integrity, I guess. But but we've we debunked new people. That. We deb- we debunked it too. Yeah, like. They went from putting out what we what are universally called bad records like Closure, Eden Tag 2K, yeah. to putting out To Die for people like, oh, Return to Form. Right. You know, and have kind of consistently... In the, cor- in the course of two and a half years. Correct. You know I mean? So, but, like, I don't know if there's one who's taking a long break. Right. That's the whole thing. It's not like the Melnick's not oh. writing the same shit. Well, okay. I mean, that's like if I start a band tomorrow calling a decision, but I have fucking all, all different and, bands. Yeah. You know, Ricky Singh writing my Same right, right brand and riffs, right? Right. You know? And it, of course, it'll be fucking vibrant because it's current people. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll just pitch that to Justin if he's worried about his legacy. <laughs> that's true. Like, we'll get a ghost right. I mean, what, here's the question. Romance had a band, I had a record written for them and it didn't use it. That's right. Um, X-Ray Vision, uh. which is Mike from Killswitch and Overcast and oh, right. Brian from Overcast. That was literally a record that Mike D wrote and presented to the Chromex and they turned it down and then they made it into a 
a record. I yeah. love the idea that somebody would do that. I think that's like a fun. I've known people that wrote for like Murphy's Law, like people that were yep, writing yep. like sheer terror songs. Mm-hmm. I'm like presenting it to them and then be like, oh, you want it? All right, we'll use it. Like, wild. I couldn't imagine being like a. <sighs> That would be a weird look. I don't know if I. Yeah, that's where the that's kind of circles back to this artist legacy thing. Yeah. Like, you know, if it's good, but right. you didn't write it, do you right. feel about it? So we get the dudes from Turnstile to write us an indecision song and just play it. It's like that doesn't count. I mean, or I, it would feel a lot different, right? You know I what I mean? I imagine so. Yeah. So, we, I'm waiting for ready for the contrary point here. No, go. no, no. Yeah. I'm just got. I have a legacy question. But do we want to? Are we putting a pin in legacy or are we? No, going let's to, go in the legacy. This is a fun. Okay. Tr- I, I got one too for you guys. So. I was talking to a. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Just we're back. And here's my legacy question. Yeah. And it's actually coming from a listener, Ooh. who called me up the other day. We're just bullshitting. If you guys want Patrick's number for listener calls, oh, speaking up. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Uh, oh, what's the Mike Mike Jones eight six three three four. Eight zero zero four. Hit Mike Jones up on the low. Remember that song? Uh, was it? What, did that go straight to Mike Jones Pager? Was, uh, yeah, uh, that's no, you right. can call I Mike that. Jones. I remember that. Mike yeah. Jones. Mike Jones. So it was a not fan of indecision, but not a hater. How just, dare shear him? <laughs> just, have just they heard us? A, just a. I want names. A names. Their question. Like at me? No. But to, just in general. To me, I think. But like we just we just riffed on it. Why, Am I a legacy act? This why do you think that your legacy has gone better than some of your contemporaries? Ooh, is that I, fair to say? By the way, Bob, I, you and I are good to say this. That oh, I it, mean, it's indisputable, and I have a reason. But I want Tom okay. to answer first. Because I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I can't. I not to be like it's for the history books, bro. I don't know. Like, I don't really know. I really have no idea. <laughs> I'm happily surprised. Are we as popular now as we were eight years ago? No. But I don't think we've had as precipitous a drop-off as bands that in my head and in 99% of hardcore's head have a far greater size and legacy. And I mean, quite honestly, we play Brooklyn tomorrow. We'd outdraw a judge. Which yeah. fucking blows my mind. It's fucking judge. Yeah, and that's not you saying that's right or wrong. That's you just saying that's, that's a fact in 2018. Yeah. I mean, Outburst is playing fucking three hours before us. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, our first Does that CBGB trip you show, out a little bit? Yeah, yeah we opened. Our, literally, the first time we ever played CBGB is we opened for Outburst. That's cool. In 1996. Yeah. And now they're playing Ooh. fucking eight bands before. Like, that's insane to me. But, like, they went off on one show and people were like... That's all. Do you do you have an answer? You, I think you got an answer. Would, why don't I'm we Why don't curious. we wax to Tom about this? I'm curious. Though. All right. Are you ready? Yes. All right. One, you guys managed it well and weren't corny at any point. Period. Like I just don't think in this is, even your biggest detractor or somebody who's like I don't like them. I don't think you guys were corny ever. That matters. Yeah, that matters. You didn't. Do, and we were a hardcore man. Yes, and when, you didn't do lame when, things. No. Even even yo, I'll extend this to, to MPB. Which did bigger tours yeah. with stuff that was either in the realm or adjacent or quasi. Right. Like Andrew WK. You guys still weren't lame about it. You no. never, and it was always clear that you guys were into hardcore. Um, you, you specifically maintained being into hardcore and never were like on some like, this shit's lame, never on some, no. I'm too cool for this, never did the bullshit thing that people who are in bands that, 
have a, a level of popularity, especially locally, do. Yeah. And you never, despite other than like times where you maybe dipped for work or different things like that in life. I never left. Yeah. You never left and you were never that dude who was like, oh, I'm too cool for this room. I'm no. too cool to go check out this show. So that all helped. And I think the records held up. And with the modern hardcore sound that kind of with AN bands who kind of took from the Unbroken School, mm -hmm. Indecision's sound got bigger posthumously than it was during the time. Yeah, and I think, I mean, for our parts, I mean, the biggest bands of the last 10 years I mean, would, would say it that they've, you know, owed us a bit of gratitude, I guess. I don't know. Like, so Foundation and Incendiary yeah. are, you know, yeah, look, as close to, you know... I thought Bob was going to... Same thing with Turmoil. I, I thought think. Bob was going to grab my answer. I'm glad you didn't. I think that being... An older act that plays infrequently. Yeah. It matters quite a bit if you put on fully when you play. People will go to anyone's reunion. Once. Once. That's right. <laughs> you know I mean? They will go to something that they knew was bad back in the day. Yep. But the, and they'll go. But they won't go a second time unless it was fucking great. Do you know how much I like DYS? Tell I me. I fucking love DYS. How, how heard, you you going to see Dave Smalley in 2018? No, no. no. And I, a, I, love, yeah. I love DYS. I love Dag Nasty sure. with Dave. I love all with Dave Smalley. I, I love Down by Law. I like a lot of Down by Law. I don't want to see it because I've heard it's bad. The DYS reunions I brought up, because people are like, it was so bad. I feel different. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to no. like even taint it. You just like, want to have that picture of him swinging the microphone, right? Yeah. I never. I don't tattoo. think I've even seen a DYS video, but just the still image. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Um, you put on live, and that's mattered. And like I said at the beginning, managed it well. Like you haven't been corny about it. I, I don't know. You did. You've done good, and you guys deserve the success that you're gonna have today. I hope so. There you go. And it's also, because you guys go off, you fucking go off. I mean, I think we're a proficient live band. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, we got to get Brandon on here because he's still Justin. Justin, yeah. because he had the first episode where yeah. we were like incendiary or indecision to bring this all the way back. Yeah, he's right like, now. I want to be on. He was like, Yo, I, I need to be on. I got to square this up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to say. It's like you know, it was fucking. I don't know. I, don't know. I had some. Not everyone is Black Sabbath. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't say like, well, Pantera is better than Black Sabbath because Black Sabbath is pretty fucking insane. Mm -hmm. But there's bands that it's like, well, they built off that and they. Had, you know, and with that information, they did a better version of it, and or did it, cool or a version that is different. Like Incendiary and you guys are not f like carbon you copies. Had you know what I mean? That's not fair. like fucking the guy from you know Three Knee Deep <laughs> and singing for Incendiary. No one would say a word. That's true. That's true. It's a high pitched dude. The music's I, 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 close. I, I don't agree. I, I look. I think the early Incendiary stuff owes a great debt of gratitude. To indecision. I think, I think that's true. I think that's undeniable. The, but here's what a good band does: they expand on that palette, and I think right. the, it's a totally different band. Now. Uh, Correct. Right. Yeah. And the new incendiary stuff, the last record, mm -hmm. is doing things vocally that you would never attempt. Right. No, like rapping. And yeah, stuff like yeah. That. I didn't yeah. want to say rapping because yes. everybody thinks I'm a kid. And you go at a. Yeah, no, but I mean, even like time. everyone like writes off Code Orange, even as like oh, disembodied. Right. But it's not. They, it's like, not. Like they far seen, surpassed that song. Yeah. yeah. Haven't seen those both bands in their primes. Mm -hmm. Code Orange is better. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like by a fucking long shot, just because they use that fucking the spooky chord, everyone assumes that they're the same kind of thing. It's not. Yeah. And uh, particularly now, worlds away. Question. But, for, oh, yeah. Question for you, really quick, and then we'll go on to my legacy question and other things. Do you think Indecision now as a live act? Is this me? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. Indecision now as a live act versus Indecision 
um, let's say when the first LP came out, who's better? This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget, and we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. Hello out there. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you! Because it's hard, because you're older and you're younger, but clearly you know what you're doing now better. Yeah, we didn't know, you know? what the fuck we were doing. I mean, right. we you were young. We didn't master the first record. Yeah. Yeah, Literally, because yeah. like it's we're fucking punk. We don't need to master it. And yeah. we're like, What's what are master? you doing? Yeah, like you assholes. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so Time Machine Tom is telling, like, I, get the fucking record master, get it mastered. But just watching like old videos and shit, you're like, I get it. Yeah. We were pretty fucking. You're like, good luck. There you go. See, but now, like, we have our sounds down. That's my voice has grown in the last twenty years. You know what I mean? I, like, I know that this is. This feels like a convenient bias for a man that I'm getting older to say. Yeah. Mm. I love experience, and I'll yeah. take experience. Youthful mm. enthusiasm is worth a million dollars, but I think experience is worth a million and one. Yeah. I, mm. I really, and not for, you know. And well, there's look, two sides to that, because I just gave the Dave Smalley thing, you know, and I, that, you know. And also, we do a physical thing in this, in mm-hmm. this uh, business. Uh, your body breaks down. That, yeah. You know I mean? Time is undefeated. You're going to eventually <laughs> suck. But I think there is a sweet spot where everything that you knew 
everything that you learned is you're has, now at the nexus has coalesced inside mm. of your fucking brain, and now you have a laser beam. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, absolutely, I, laser I, beam, Tom. Laser, laser beam. beam. Um, all right, last question because we started the legacy thing because you kind of pitched this it's weird question about yeah. the Chromags. Whose legacy is better? And I already have an answer for this. You do, John Joseph or Harley? Harley. Okay, so this was the debate. This I, goddamn eternal debate. Yeah, eternal debate. Yeah. I, I, it's really worth its own fucking. But I mean, you got to say, Harley was on Age of Quarrel and Best Wishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John was just on Age of Quarrel. Mm-hmm. Pretty much garbage from then. The Blood Clot record, the second one, the Punk Blood Clot record, yeah. is good. Okay. Okay. The did you like yeah. any both worlds or not? I, I actually did, but like yeah. if I listen to it now, at the time, a lot of people right, did. Yeah, right. So yeah. that's the thing. Actually, I could do both worlds, yeah, at the yeah, t- yeah. but now I. Yeah. I don't know if I, what I would think about I, it. I, I, maybe we'll do a both worlds listening <laughs> yeah, party yeah. with John Joseph. What listening if it's party? way better than we think? We, let's it's do not. a both worlds listening party with one of the <laughs> with it's one like, of those uh, buttons, yeah. and we'll just uh, we we'll see how long we can last before we're like, yeah. I'm out, and we get put on deafeners. It's very recorded, weird, and it's you're saying Harley. Yeah. I'm inclined to say Harley because of this last record, which at an advanced age, he killed some riffs. I you agree. know what I mean? I totally so that agree. White Devil stuff, the fucking so revenge in, record is good. I'm inclined to say Harley, but I have a lot of... Res- a thing because John sometimes gets disrespect and whatever. Totally. Uh, not necessarily by us, but by, you know... No. But, at large. Uh, yes. Uh, the dude is... That athleticism that you see is quite impressive. It's quite oh my impressive. God. It's amazing. This is, how he's old world is the fucking man? For this in, his, in his mid to late 50s. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I mean, he's known around the world for that. Yes. Right. Right. He happens to be the guy from the Cro-Mags, but he's like vegan warrior fucking I run Iron Man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That got him on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but they both embarrassed themselves. So my answer is that my answer is that if either of you seen the Lord of the Rings movies, you pick Gandalf or you pick that weird fire monster. Mm. Who, either one could be John Joseph or Harley too. They both went rolling down the fucking oh, yeah. pit together, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what they're like. The internet is. ruined them. Yeah, but, totally. But because their be weird my... petty beef was a weird petty beef before the internet. I mean, I was at a fucking show twenty something years ago when John got uh, arrested for being a wall, mm-hmm. and like some guy got up and read a letter from him from fucking jail mm-hmm. because he got one of the dudes that were in his band got him arrested. Let me say something though in their defense, and I know I don't need to. De- I know I know I don't. Of course, I don't. Well, I know I don't need to defend them to you guys. You're a meme now about Age of Quarrel. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. But Fantastic. I'm going to defend really these two dudes in in this respect. To be around for as long as they've been around, as as coming figures, up on forty as figures, forty years probably 30, 30 years. I need people to understand this. You're go- actually this is a funny conversation that Greg Mongo and I had moments before this podcast started, which is if you're oh, that's a- why he wouldn't let me in. Got it. <laughs> if you're around long enough, you are eventually going to be out of vogue and back in vogue and out of vogue and back in vogue. People Harvey Dent. The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you stay around long enough to become the fucking villain. Exactly. And then things ding, come ding, around. Ding. You do a little rebrand or time change. Right. Time changes people's perceptions what of you. What goes around comes back around. And, and, yeah. But I, I guess what I'm saying is yeah. I've know. had moments where I've dismissed these two men as big toddlers. Don't beat me up, either one of you. Uh, big toddlers that I'm just like, yo, this is ridiculous. You're all grown fucking men. Right. But, you know... You're around this long, some you, 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 and they're fighting over this one thing. That's the well, problem. Well, that's that's the problem. Yes, if they that's were, why they look more childish than uh, I. Yes, correct. That's like, true. Yes, I mean, imagine like, all right, so fucking end of year never turns into self defense, <laughs> or whatever. And like you and fucking whoever, mm-hmm. you Andrew. know, 
You and Andrew? Yeah, Andrew's. Or like years. 25 years from now, end of the year is like the fucking biggest thing going. You both hate each other. A lot but of shirts sold, that right. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you're like, this is that one thing we have. And like you want it, and I want it too. But like mm-hmm. you didn't write those fucking riffs. I wrote those lyrics. Well, you didn't write that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just. I don't I, want. You're any- fighting over a very, 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 very small piece of territory. R- sure. But is, but is it a legacy? And for men that grew up in it and were at the fucking baseline of it maybe it is the world i know myself and i i can say that i as much pride as i take in what i do i take it in when i do it if the world wants to strip me of it they can i i'll i'll put up a fight mm-hmm. but i'm not i don't think i'm going to go down with the ship is it because you have other that could be. I, I also that think be. that there might be a part to both of them that they see it as part of their brand building. Like this is part of my it's story. Definitely helped, and it's it, and it like it helped until it stopped, and it was, right. And it's still like there might still be people out there who aren't just totally beaten dead horse about this. Right. But yo, know, I think most people they in don't our have the room, finger on the pulse to be like, all right, we went too far. Let's reel it back in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They're continuously like, yeah. yeah, hey man, like this all motherfucker, right. yeah. You guys want to call Jared? He gave us his phone number to call. From Subway? Yeah. yeah he's, from Subway. Uh, wow. Is, is he somebody, out? I don't know. We'll see. Jared. Did someone text us with this? Because we called the uh, perfect world. Oh, right. So we're going to call Jared Vernon. What's up, Jared? I know that name. I don't somewhere. know. He, he's a young guy from Columbus, Georgia. Looks like he's got a band. All right. About com. Jared, it looks like you might be getting a voicemail because you're not answering. You're like, what's this weird number that's calling me? Don't blame like, him. You could have won. I told you on Twitter we were going to call you next week. It's <laughs> pretty That's random. Fate, yeah, no. Sometime in the next 168 hours, we're going to call you. Oh, uh, we'll keep that out. We don't want all you call them. At the tone, please record your voice message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. I've never pressed pound. Hey, Jared. Uh, this is Bob. Patrick and Tom from Axe to Grind. We were calling you because you gave us your phone number. We were going to ask what what you wanted to talk about, but uh, you're not there. Um, don't call me. But so you blew you the chance of being the first live caller. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. want to do this. This was the the test run. This is the test run. This All is right. the, yeah. The soft if you opening. can get this, if you get this in five minutes and call me back, we'll answer. It is now two o seven Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. September. What, what, if, what if Jared's a lunatic and he just starts ranting into the phone? Yo, he's got that opportunity yeah, and right, he'll hear it. it. So, all right, all right live radio. Hear you or not? Bye. Yeah. Um, right. We didn't okay. get. We we really derailed off of our FYA. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go through this and then we'll wrap it up. Sure, sure, sure. Um, morning again. That's how we got this. Yeah. King wow. Nine. Uh, yo. Record will be out. It'll be Record popping. Be out. It'll be crazy. I started as a King Nine doubter and am now weirdly their biggest supporter. I want this fucking record to come out and be good. Okay. I mean, it's become a meme. It's like yes. Chinese, the Chinese oh, democracy right. of New York I'm hardcore. Invested. It's weird. Maybe that was the whole it's Did, a long con. <laughs> you guys see the uh, cover art yet? No. no. It's cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up. Um, all right. Now through the alphabetical part of Saturday, January 5th, Big Mac. Whoa. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> yeah, I don't or know him. anything about that. Is it a rapper? <laughs> no, I think Florida Band. Straightforward. Okay. okay. Cool stuff. I like it. Bitter End. You know, I'm big, a super fan. Yeah. It's a big get. They don't play that often. D-E-T-A-I-N. Ooh, detain. Gonna light that motherfucker up. Death, what? Yeah. That'd be wild. Ann Arbor's Finest, bringing that you Michigan pride. Yeah. Division of Mind. They'll kill it. Will the LP be out? Will the record, 12, new record we be We don't out know. That's a good mm. question. Oh, let's see what this phone call is. I bet it's a creditor. 
Hello? Hello? Oh, the hung up. All right. That definitely was a creditor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yo, you get these? These nuts. <laughs> uh, they're a D's band. Yeah. Distort? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's gonna, uh, if they can keep the energy that they got right now, that settle fucking explode. Two of my Memphis friends describe them as Raid, and we ha- I have to go back and listen oh, to wow. Raid and think of Distort and see it. If Listen, if we go back and listen to Raid, and that proves true, then this whole world is upside down. I don't understand yeah. the fucking thing. Yeah. All right, we're, we got our weird uh, analog, weird yeah. listening party. Yeah. It's going to be both worlds yeah. and, and Raid. All right, we got the text. All right, we got the text from our boy, Jared, he's, we're calling him back. Maybe he's got some weird phone number where he can't call us. It's a pager? What, what's going on here? Who t- if I'm calling you, you you respond in the same media, the same means. Is that right? We left a voicemail. That's some real shit right there. Hello. Yo, hey. what's up, Jared? Is this Jared? What's up, boys? What are you doing? Come in, come in. Okay. I work for Pepsi, so. Where do you work? For a company called Buffalo Rock, distributing Pepsi. Okay, rad. All right, All right yo, you're, like you're live on X to Grind. What so do you want to Wait a minute, he's in Georgia and distributing Pepsi? I don't know, what's, this, what's y'all's theme today? Uh, we're, talk, we're talking legacy, Axe. Uh, let's ask a question. Uh, you don't have to yell, though, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how these things work. Who, whose legacy are you? do you respect more in 2018? Harley or John Joseph? Explain your answer. Or do you not care at all? I honestly, I mean... Not that I don't care, but that's not my exact lane of expertise, if that makes sense. Okay, what kind of stuff are you into? And what do you want us to talk about? This is a freewheeling episode. We can talk about anything. We're knee-deep in FYI Fest right now. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, my lane, I guess, maybe more leaning into the punk side. Uh, oh, nice. My favorite bands are, like, Against Me, and then a lot of the West Coast stuff, No Effects, Adolescence. Oh, damn. Look at you. I okay. Think- did you just become best friends? <laughs> I mean, it might be low-hanging fruit. We'll probably save it all. Save it all. All right. All right. You've so, become friends with everybody in the room by yeah, those so answers. You, yeah. hit a, you hit a bunch of high points there. Um, Who, whose legacy... I've wondered that. Okay, against me thoughts. This is a good question. We haven't talked about this, really. I love against me. So I really do not like against me's origins, that early stuff that people think is really important to like them. Like playing and in the library and like, punk uh, bookstores. It, it and means less than... Uh, yeah, it means yeah. <laughs> less than nothing to me. But um, kind of their transition into like sounding like the pretenders is like kind of... They sound like the pretenders now? In 2018, they do. Really? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. A so, little bit. <laughs> I enjoy their like raucous punk and I enjoy their like grown up more rock... All right, so my answer is I haven't listened. I think I checked out the Big Against Me record when it came out whenever, a long time ago. Hey, Jared, what's your go-to? What's your go-to record? My go-to is uh, Searching for Former Clarity. What about oh, okay. White Crosses? Probably my, probably my favorite album of all time. What about White Crosses? I like White Crosses. It's grown on me over the years. I think when it first came out, uh, it just didn't really click. I, I saw them a lot of times, probably like four times in that year. And so live, I love them, but it's grown on me, I guess, in the past couple of years, especially. All right, so I haven't heard them in probably 15 years. What's the record to check out? Tom and Jared and Patrick's telling me just to listen to The Pretenders. <laughs> I'll say uh, either Searching or, I mean, New Wave is pretty good. People kind of shit on it when it first came out. So they, that was the one that they like really said they sold out on. That was their but first major. I love it all, honestly. Okay. Tom, what's the one I should check out? 
I think White Cross is like a good rock record. The early stuff is more like punk, like I'm playing on a fucking. You know what? I like, like a, a little b- basics. What do you think I would would get me the most? Probably White Cross. I think okay. the other stuff is too like I'm playing with an acoustic and this guy's hitting like a plaster thing, like a plaster bucket as yeah, a drum. Yeah. And yeah. Re- re- what's the one? Reinventing. Re- reinventing I, Axel Rose. I don't need that. Right. For yeah, that's the one I've in heard. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Okay. Jared, what's <laughs> what's? Give me one newer band that you've been checking out and really digging. One newer band. I really, really, what was that? Man, y'all played it on the last episode, and I checked it out. Somerset oh. Thrower? No, what is the Urn one called? Crim, uh, oh, yeah. yeah Crippled yeah. Urn. Crippled Urn. Wow, all right. Crippled Urn, man. That is sick. I really like that. Because, I mean, I like hot water music. When you mentioned that, I, kind of, I mean, I heard it. Same with, like, bands like Make, Do, and Mend. And it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Plus, I could hear like, that. Oh, yeah. Really urgent, hardcore part. So that was pretty. All right, and I got, I got. Two fun questions for the whole room, and you're one of us, Jared. All right. Um, All right. What is the color of your energy? Patrick, first. Obviously, amber over here. All right, Tom? Right now, probably dark gray. Okay. But amber for real. Uh, Jared? I don't know. Should I do the uh, four year strong flannel answer? Sure. <laughs> flannel. <laughs> All right. I'll do red. Um, and. You can only pick one of these or give your own. Hair is fun, annoying, sexy, weird, or other. Hair. One word answer. Uh, sexy. sexy. Patrick. Not, not, fun, uh, annoying, sexy, weird, or other. I mean, it's all of the above, but I'm going to go sexy. All right. Tom? I'm going to go annoying. Oh. I am going to go... I dated a woman whose hair was so long that there's no not putting your elbow on it or putting, oh, yeah, you know tough. what I mean? Like there's Yeah, no- I actually had an incident like that today, so I'm gonna go annoying. Okay. Hey Jared, good talking to you. Thanks, Thanks for checking us out. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, man. Peace. Thank you. All right. A little live a little live radio. I like We're that. We're now a live call in show, folks. All right. Um All right, let's get back to this list. Except anyone familiar? No. I know the name. I listened to it. I believe they have a decent demo on okay. Bandcamp. Uh, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. Field agent, Florida Hardcore. I believe we Is played that the them. one we checked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I like it. Yep. yep. Heat Seeker, not familiar. Not familiar. No, sexy name, but no. Our boy Isaac Inclination. Fuck yeah. Yeah, heavy. All Straight right. edge. Lux Philly. Okay. Oh, sure. awesome. Yeah. Okay. So they haven't done. Am I wrong? Because I like that band's demo from a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. it hasn't done a ton. Is that right? I don't think they, they play a lot. Okay, I think they play a lot locally, but I don't think they've gotten out. This is a big one for them. Okay. They got that Philly, Florida connection here. Mill Spec. Awesome. Yeah, Very cool. Canadians. It. Search for Purpose. We talked about them, I yep. think. Yeah. They got a record cool. coming out on Plead Your Case, I believe. So, um, Until the End. Wow. I, how did I that. not notice that on this fucking flyer? I feel like they're probably bigger than fucking Morning Again, if we're yes. being honest. I, think they I, had, they, I feel like their high was higher. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that, everyone knows that fucking. Pull, uh, the put the, the bullet trailer, down yeah. your throat. What the fuck? Sorry, Pete. I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> but I mean, that's closer than a lot of people. I like straight edge. That's closer than yeah. a lot of people. World Demise. Okay. Sweet. Yep. You're the Knife. All awesome. Right. Got that energy going. Yeah, they're doing all the fucking shows that they should. Good yep. for them. And that fest is what it should be. Yep. Yeah. All it's right. like a perfectly like young bands, old bands. Yep. Mostly young. That's yeah. my biggest takeaway. Such a good right. mix. Yeah. All right, Sunday, January 6th. Sunday, now, this Sunday, is the weird Sunday. part. Three Knee Deep listed in a space that almost looks like a headliner we don't think that's the headliner it would be an amazing look if it was yes i back it i hope they are the headliner but let's be realistic in florida 
That's what I'm saying. No one's leaving. Right. right. That's right. Quite honestly. So right. like they're even fucking, for spectacle. That's what I'm saying. Their local band is gonna fucking kill it over terror and fucking death threat and breakdown. Here's Fuck the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's a controversial opinion. With respect to terror and everybody yeah. else. If the local is what's hot, the local is what's hot. Let's be realistic. And I feel like all three of those bands are like would would yeah. wouldn't yeah. They'd probably be into it. Yeah. And let's be realistic. Fucking Blacklist is the headlined uh This is Hardcore one year. Mm-hmm. When they weren't the biggest band playing, no, but, but it was a look. Candidates. Yeah, that was fucking cool. Right. Like that, like our hometown boys got the fucking headline. Yeah. A big major national festival, and there you go. Terror, Terror breakdown, death threat. Terror, new record coming out. Total retaliation. Yep. Cool. Hard name. Breakdown. Both demos. We, we rep for them. Still going. Still going. I'm curious how that a band like that would do it. Something like this. Yeah, me too. I don't really know. I Concise set, just do it. And I mean, they got the hits. I mean, they yeah. could fucking do 25 minutes of just I know. hardcore if classics. If that's what they opt to do, that's I great. I mean, they're not, they, that's great. They're not they're a, a overstay their welcome kind of band. That's no. fucking great. Yeah. I need to go revisit the uh, the Tank record. What is it? He, he hymns, a, for, hymns for an unknown no, planet or something. dead oh, planet. Yeah, God. Yeah. Broken planet. Unknown God. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think we just <laughs> mentioned a stigma. Yes. Stigmata and a. Hymns. It's a hymns. But I kind of want to check that out again. Death Threat. Last Dope. Rad. Just ran into uh, Aaron outside, yeah. sitting on a chair by himself. I was like, "You have the best spot in the place." I was like, one. "You look like you're renting like illegal parking spaces in here, though." But that's yeah. <laughs> he, he's the uh, ripoff valet. He's, he's like, just that's taking a good pe- idea. I should probably do that. Oh. Ripoff valet. Backtrack. Okay. Kill it. Yep. Candy. New record will be out. We'll kill it. It's good. It's really good. Mm. I'm gonna get you guys that. Yeah, what's up, Sam? Why didn't I, I get a copy? Yeah, like, a, a listening link, man. Oh, we're debuting a song next week. Oh, okay. Uh, Dominant Force, new band, Florida. Hard name. I, I heard like the it. name. Yeah. Really good. Downfall, Richmond. Cool. Okay. Hard. All right. Good. They're playing the same day as Breakdown. They remind me of a modern Breakdown. Fixation. Yep. Our boys Very from cool. Philly. Yep. Hangman. Our boys, boys from Long Island. They're playing in a couple out and next yeah. actually. Yeah. I'm Magnitude's on now and then Hangman. And Magnitude's like next on this list. So there boom, there you go. Yep. North Carolina Straight Edge. Method of Doubt. Not familiar. Oh, no, we are. I'm pretty sure we, we listened to this. Oh, yeah. did we? I don't remember. Maybe very early. Okay. Or oh, maybe really? we passed it around. I think I, we, I think we passed it around. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. we played it. That group chat is just... There's thousands of songs in that group chat. Never Ending Game. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Det- uh, Detroit. Detain and... Adjacent. Detain and Freedom, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Point of Contact. This one I don't know. Sure. Do I know this one? I don't know. When you do do like you guys that, all have points of contact? I don't know if I do. When I you got know. a name like that, it's like it's it's hard, man. Can I put my four year old son as my point of contact? <laughs> yeah. Um, Regional Justice Center. Oh yeah. Uh oh. The band you do a, so, a side project of? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that side project, Self Defense Family. Uh, yes, that is going to be. Uh, I like them playing this show. Yes. Nice. Look. Well, they want to be a hardcore band. They don't. And they are. They, a hard, they yeah. don't want to be. A festival of power violence band. Yeah. They want to play shows. Restraining order. Uh, we, you know one? we love that name. Yeah. Result of choice band from uh, from Florida. Done some touring on the East Coast yeah. and West. Advanced perspective. Result of choice. Mm-hmm. They're not from Europe. Nope. From Orlando. Maybe it's like the they they came from Disney World, like the the part. Like Epcot. It's a, yeah. They oh, came okay. from Small Epcot, World after you know? all. Oh, kind of. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, rule them all. Yeah. All right. All right. Homies and the sanction. clout. Yeah, sanction and sanction. Who a lot of Long Island love on this. Yeah, thing. who nice. always has been though. Yeah, right. Jukai was killing it down there that's before, right. and kind of sanction played one of the years that we played. Like they, it was sanction. It was another band separated. Mm. We're from up here too. That yeah, it's a very weird like kind of collegial buddy friendship thing between Long Island and Florida. 
That is weird. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a good gig. Yo, I like just under 40 bands, two days, right formula. Everybody catch that uh, snowbird flight yeah. down. Yeah. Hopefully the, the weather. East. I had to wear a fucking winter jacket when I was down there for FYA, so I feel like I got robbed. I think mm. everybody should take two days, drive, have a good time. Maybe take a fucking train. Take a train. Ooh, there we go. I, I, look, traveling for shows is a fucking joy. A road trip is a good thing. It's so fun, man. Yeah. We, it, like, we eat a lot of garbage. We kind of, we kind of like self pity in this room a little bit because we we've got, uh, we we got like work and family obligations at times that make it so like some of this shit is hard to get out to. Mm. For anybody that's able to do so because it is a fucking yeah. joy. And when, if you want to know what touring is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah get, getting a shit, getting get a, a shitty vehicle. car with your friends, yeah. and that's true. Yeah. Eat It'll smell of, by the end. Eat a lot of gas station food. Ugh. It's fun. It's a good time. We will do something more with FYA later on. Talk yeah. about it more. Get yeah. some get some hits and and go through because there was a bunch of names we were familiar with or or talked about on here and just gave you the yeah yep you heard it. So yeah. so this is a hot topic in this room. Uh huh. Drug Church has is slowly there's a contingent within the band that is trying to push us from being an after show Taco Bell band. Into an after-show White Castle band, and please, this, what, what is that like? Egg versus chain punk? I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, so, so we eat Whole Foods at 10 a.m. every day, right? Right. We go straight to a Whole Foods, whatever city we're in. We yeah, eat, breakfast potatoes. Yes, we eat Whole. But that was the contract you signed when you joined Drug Church. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So we, so we go every day Whole Foods. Uh, More like drug starch. And then, <laughs> sorry. And then. Uh, after the show, we'll eat something around the show, something light, yeah. right? And then after the show, we—it's my—it's the only time I eat fast food. Is my concession to, like, after the show, there's yeah. nothing open. Okay, fine. And Taco Bell is their preferred shit spot. Sure. And it's my preferred because as a vegan, I—it's like that's really one, all you can yeah. get. Yeah. But it's now, my preferred. The Impossible too. Burger has changed the but game. But now that uh. now that White Castle has the Impossible, I've kind of conned them into going to White Castle and because of the novelty many of them are into it mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of pushback are they all vegan? no do some of them eat meat? yep there you go Well, that, but, but <sighs> that might be of, a tough part too to that's be the thing one of them that eats meat says that he'd rather die or lick a toilet so, bowl White Castle has the best quality meat in any of yo, the fast food you know what here's that. the thing though that's I've, I've heard, heard that uh, the thing is because you asked me when we've done the White Castle like do I want it and it's an age old proverb it's not called a slider for no reason. Yeah, it slides right out of your butt. Yeah, exactly. Well, and when you said after show Taco Bell band or after show, I thought I you thought meant it was like a an genre. actual after show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like. I thought you were describing like, the we're genre. Not be low level. We're, I mean, I think we could find, probably dial in that genre. Like, I thought you meant like, oh, we don't want to be like the fucking you know Sound and Fury yeah, Taco after Bell show, after party. Yeah. Like it was like spot. Like I was. I like, mean, if they'll give us the money, I'll take the I was Taco like, Bell and the money. Yeah, Taco Bell hit us up. We got to work yeah. on that one. But. Um, so what are you asking? You asking us opinion? Yeah, give me give me your thoughts. White Castle <sighs> tends to make you sick. Yeah, no, I mean, what's I mean, funny from both? What's funny was that I mean, last time we got the White Castle, I felt fine because <laughs> it was just I didn't have the cheese on it, and I think my body had a weird trigger to that industrial grade cheese. C H E E E S E. Yeah, there's um, a Z in there. Yeah, um, but last time it was fine. I mean, it almost Taco got Bell Patrick. Was, Broken up with, but yeah, that's true. my girl did yeah. not appreciate the smell that was wrong. Yeah, no, I brought her a spray. Yeah, yeah. she really she liked that a lot. That. She, she does, really yeah. appreciate it. Um, but I, I go Taco Bell, but 
that, you know, it's the novelty, you know, and, and I tend to, as somebody who eats whatever, I let the vegans and vegetarians dictate where we go. Cause I'm like, yeah, I can yeah, get whatever, I'll wherever yeah. I'll figure it out. So I mean, Taco Bell, you've had it for 20 something years. There's See, such I, the novelty to White Castle really kind of, you're going to be mean, over that, it soon too. I've gone 10 years without eating Taco Bell at times. I don't like Taco Bell at all. But, but I mean, it's kind of a necessary evil. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, open. I wonder. I wonder about making this a whole thing. Like, you got a couple drug church things lined up. Mm. Next one, do White Castle, which is going to be. Yeah. They're not everywhere. Everywhere. No. You know what I mean. So right. it's a little so tougher. A ch- Taco Bell's a lot more prolific. Right. Those tertiaries are not getting. Yeah. No. The impossible. So you right. do the White Castle as a primer, and then you do another cycle as Taco Bell as a primer, and just see how you guys are feeling at the end of it. See how you perform. Little social experiment. Uh, by the way, is it yeah, a thing? Poops go the trots. Is it a th- Taco Bell's in every neighborhood in the world? White Castle. A lot of times, I when we go to a White Castle, I end up in a neighborhood where there's weird, where there's signs posted that I've never seen that sort of sign before posted in my life. We ate at a, we ate at a fucking White Castle where the sign said ten minute maximum sit time. Because they want you out of there that fucking fast. You know what I'm saying? Like signs I never saw before in my life. A lot of, misspe- I, I, a lot of misspelled signs. Yeah. And, and, and like it's an interesting thing because, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't care about the neighborhood. I'll go to whatever neighborhood. But like is it just a fact that – Yes. Okay. White Castle, they're not putting it next to the Panera in the – No. Okay. All right. So I grew up in Sunset Park in Brooklyn. Yeah. Which in the 70s and 80s was – not that Fucking, nice. Yeah. No. That's like, where the Brooklyn White Castle is, right? There were two. That's awesome. We were, you know, like uh, in the New York Harker thing, it's like, I'm bounded in by the weed spots. I was literally like hemmed in by White Castles. <laughs> and they had like they had bulletproof glass. Yeah. Like it yeah, was like yeah. legit. Like, think about like, and it was White Castle on like Metropolitan Avenue mm-hmm. on Bushwick Avenue. Mm. Do you know any other White Castles have you heard? In- no, there's like four in the city, basically. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's cheap food. People yep. will post up there. I mean, they're they're not handing like their your food to you like hey, face to face guy. It's literally like they're sliding it through a fucking like right. you're in prison, yeah. pretty much. But, but why is that? Because I feel like anybody could enjoy a white. Am I wrong about White Castle burgers? It, it, like I get it's trash food. It's undeniable. It's, it's undeniable trash food. But if it is like a higher grade of meat than some of these spots get, which is what I've heard, I mean, it's like a dollar for a fucking burger. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But, but I mean, this fast food like. How many times do you see McDonald's next to a Panera? Not probably as often as you would think. No, either. no that's true. That's like true. the lower level fast food is that's just true. kind of. Yo, did you know that Fazoli's is considered fast casual? Yeah. When I went to I went to a Fazoli's really once and I felt like it was like sub fast food. It's it's borrow with a different sign. Yes, on it. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Is that the place? Like it's, it's not like even Papa Gino's level. Uh, you can find them in the Southwest, but it, it, you can find them a lot of places. You're just not looking for them. I have no they idea. They give you like a it. bucket of fucking pasta, right? Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. They did when we played a show in Arizona. It was like, hey, here's a bucket of pasta and five forks, and I fucking raged like afterwards. It's, I was. It's overcooked pasta. Yes. In a format that you can't believe somebody paid money for. It's because a trial. Yeah. You could just go do that in literally three minutes in your house using ragu. Yeah. Yes. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Like it's it, awful. weird that people pay money for. Yes. It. Yeah. That's I'm gonna. Try to turn Drug Church into a Fazoli's band for fun, though. Just shit your pants like immediately. <laughs> First note, you're gonna. Oh! Okay, sorry. While we're being crass, while, oh, while we're while while we're do they owe us a living? While we're going of course blue, they fucking do. Yes. Pop, uh, not Papa. Uh, Great reference. No, no, no. Wow. Who, who is uh, uh, Papa John? Taco John. Taco John is the first time in my life I saw someone 
not get to the end of their burrito before they got physically sick. I didn't know it could happen that fast. I just pictured Papa John's new new gimmick. He's like, Taco John. Taco yeah. John. Have you been to a Taco John? No, I have not. Taco John. Yeah, I don't you fuck say with the N word. I hope you get the shits. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's true. It did, so, did we find out what he did? Did he did he just like walk into a room, like open up a cape and scream the N word? No, I forget. I think he was like referring to someone else saying. I don't okay. know. All fuck right. him. He's out anyway. Right. Fuck him. Food sucks anyway. Don't Super <laughs> suck. <laughs> What's your? Do you have a? Relevant do you have a fat like a like shit pizza ranking or no? Because it's like Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Domino's, Little Caesars. People put Sbarro at the bottom. But Sbarro doesn't even really hit this That's a real one. New York pizza place. That's Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. um, hmm. Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Pizza Domino's. Hut is probably number one. Uh-huh. I think I might go Domino's too. Okay. okay. The only thing I like about Papa John's are the sides that give you immediate diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. See, people say... Like, they're like, let me dip this crust into this oily mess. That's yeah, make but it does... Yeah. Go, it is violent. better. Yeah. But, violent. Violent. but people say that... I'm really sorry. I got really no, scared, right. but it's true. People it's, say Domino's is, like, just reliable, and that's what they like about it. It's definitely reliable. You're Pizza not gonna, Hut's as reliable, okay. in my opinion, I think. All right. I, I haven't eaten any of these. Once every two years, I have a, a, years. An, an inkling for something like Pizza Hut or Domino's. I haven't eaten Papa John's since the late 90s. And Little Caesars is really bad. I haven't eaten that Yo, since I don't know if I, yeah. 90s. The mid-90s, I was hammering Because Caesars. they were big in Albany. I was hammering Yo, Little, Little Caesars. Caesars, the, the pizza little, pizza, $5 deal. Kid, Every was, poor family oh, was yeah. eating that up. Every mom and dad was like, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing on Monday night. Yeah, yeah. let's go get those two pizzas. I have a gross scatty, uh, scatological story about... About if, Little Caesars? No, about, uh, uh, about Pizza Hut. Oh, really? Let's hear it. Do we talk about it? Let's close the episode yeah, with this it. story. All right, yeah. so um, when they first did Stuffed Crust, when Stuffed Crust mm-hmm. became a thing, before, we were playing a show on Staten Island in, somebody, like, in a driveway. It was like us and like CR and all these bands. 4,000 people there. Probably. I mean, it was like, and we go and we eat this Stuffed Crust, and literally, the upon like, like as soon as we all exerted ourselves... Yeah, we all Everybody. hit the brown note at the same time. Yeah, we all pretty much shed our pants. Have like, you? Have you? You might not like to talk about this. I'm pretty now, but sure. Have, have you ever sang and stained yourself a little bit? You can be. Honest I mean, here. I did then. You can be. Come honest. on in. Yeah, you came in uh, for a good time. Uh, have you ever pooped go. yourself Hold singing? Hold on. <laughs> Can't stay too long. Yeah, you uh, got two minutes. Put the mic close to just, put the mic close to your mouth. Hello. Oh, okay. Is this what you guys do? Okay. Uh, <laughs> unexpected guest, Pat Flynn. Hello. Uh, of of free. Can I say where you work? Bino. <laughs> what what else are you famous for? I'm I'm uh, I'm 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 a teacher, a yeah. high school history teacher. Are you you're not a professor yet? No, no, that, that, that's not really the ambition. Really. I feel I, like you should be. Don't be around kids, his, man. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. Okay. But I really love my job. I love what, right, what I'm doing. He's, lo- he's looking at me with desperate eyes. He doesn't love that job. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. I remember years ago when I... I was see beginning you my, I actually remember this. Years ago, 2009 or 10, we were just like chatting by way of text. And you're like, what's up with you? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm uh, finally getting into going into education and, and teaching. And I remember you said... Oh Jesus! Teachers get less respects than cops. And I was like, well, wow. you know, I mean, right. that might be true. <laughs> yeah. Not know? in my class. <laughs> oh wow! Ask the question. Okay, uh, we had we got heavy on legacy today, but that's not what we're asking you. Instead, we're I asking. I would like to know Pat's oh, idea on legacy too, if we could. Well, well, let's go here first. Uh, 
I, I, I promised I would. Uh, you have to, you have to watch a band. I respect Pending the merch table. Okay. Check oh. out the bands. Okay. Two questions okay. Yes or no? Have you, uh, you don't have to say you shit yourself. Have you ever stained any <laughs> item of clothing? You're a classy dude and you're asking about any, any item of clothing. Well, singing is, you exert yourself really hard. You do. I, I, I've been a fortunate person to always be in control. Oh, I'll, God bless. I'll put it okay. at that way. All right. There you go. Um, no talk. Although, just I'll say to the listeners, you know, if, uh, if you go for long runs, just make sure that you know there's a bathroom on your route. That's well, all you I just have doomed to say. Pat. First fucking fiddlehead song. You're just gonna fucking. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, this is a topic. It's a big jump. topic. It's a big topic. Um, first, let's just do the obvious. Uh, who? Who? It's tired question. Harley or John Joseph? Who has maintained a legacy better? Or have they both tumbled off a cliff, holding each other, like a true like? If I die, you, you die. die. You're coming like, with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're asking the wrong guy. I don't have much of an opinion. I genuinely don't. I'm 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 pretty much at it. And that's not a dodge. That really is. That like, was the biggest the, dodge. It, it it is. I just I every now and then my friends will update on like there's like the goings ons, the goings ons, and I like the last Harley record. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Totally fucking awesome. Could have uh, Pat to edit that too. Was yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that was really cool. Um, you know, I, I I met JJ years ago. He was always really nice to me, and uh, I played a show with Harley's War. Okay, when I was a teenager, right. and Harley right. was nice to me. And I just I just don't keep up with it. Uh, and and that's not a yes. dodge. No, it's like, a good answer. Don't get me wrong. I'm well. I'm well, like you're pretty, pretty, you're an adult. pretty aware. Okay, right. but like <laughs> I can accept that. I just like. I, someone someone got stabbed. Yeah. 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 Okay. That was, that and was to something. me, I'm just like, yo, if I do crime, I want you near me. I don't know. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because <laughs> you just did a great, uh, I didn't I was looking at my watch. You yeah. just did a great, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. My shoe was untied. I must've missed what was going on at that moment. <laughs> Good for you. And would you uh, listen to a judge record in 2019? A new judge record? Uh, I'm always like interested in hearing new stuff, but you know, I, I, I do you hold out any hope for like, the quality of said record. Uh, see, I, 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 my, my position on that is uh, I'm, I'm pretty invested in the present moment. And yeah. it's really hard, in my oh, opinion, so is- to like reach back to the past and, and get the spirit. And like maybe for... I was at the first Judge reunion show and it was totally what you mind-boggling, yeah. amazing... I don't think that I had ever been at a show in my life that felt more intense right before they played. It was epic. Yeah. Uh, were you you were there? You were there? Were you there? He was there. You weren't there? No, I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was very intense. Yeah. It was like and I just like, totally intense. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, and you know, and so that energy and that spirit was there. It was as yeah. if like a catapult was being pulled back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but, but we talked. We were kind of like, like the reason I, they got twisted like this, yeah. and we used Judge was because we were talking about FYI Fest. Morning again is playing. Didn't and hmm. please correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Didn't mean much to anybody in this room in a strong way. No, no. diss. Yeah, no. But they're putting out a new record, some mm-hmm. 15, 18 years left, and it was like, yeah, I mean, good for them. And we were kind of celebrating, like, yeah, good. Do yeah, you want to create stuff? Do it. That's cool. Hmm. Appreciate it. But then I was like, I pulled back, and I was like, but I'm going to be honest. If Judge was putting out something. I would maybe be like, don't do that. You know what I mean? It's and it's weird. like there's almost more of a legacy, at least. And uh, you know, I'll go individual and say my passion for a band and being like, oh no, if they do something that's bad, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. well, I mean, with uh, with 
Free is a good example. We uh, it is have heart. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's everyone in have heart and we really liked playing music together right. and but the thing is is like have heart very much so existed on like in the in like the energy of the present moment and the urgency and knowing that we were going to stop mm-hmm. we knew we were going to like we want right. we didn't want to be a band that would stay around forever right. that wasn't the plan uh, at all we wanted we didn't like intend to like have a, a big last show or anything like right. that but like we knew that like there was an expiration date on it uh, I don't not at the time but I look back and I like I realized that I think you and I talked about this but I I started going to shows in 1999 right as like the biggest Boston band broke up 10 yard fight they play they're right. huge they're massive and they played a last show next year later the next biggest Boston band yeah, right. breaks up. Then, Boom, right. they're done. So then, you know, the next year later, like Stop and Think is big. They're the big hype band and everyone's loving them. Their shows are nuts. They break up. And I'm like 14, 15, 16, going through this whole thing. So who's next? Uh, it's, you know, Suicide File, huge, massive right. last show. AN, they were huge, massive. They basically, they, they broke up. Right. They, they announced, they made an official, we're breaking up. Right. And mental, huge. Middle, out of nowhere, we're done. Yep. Right. So I'm I'm coming up. Totally, I thought that, that that was like what you do, and I don't think I noticed it at the time. But Boston has been really successful in generating new bands every single year, yeah. and I think a lot of that is because and this is my just my opinion. If people disagree yeah. with me, that's fine. But um, in the same way that like you know democracies you know thrive when there is an actual like succession, like there's. Uh, elections every four years. Yeah, right. that that's helpful uh, when there are no succession principles. When there's that new energy coming in on a regular. It, exactly, and so like there's a hope, there's an, a chance for like, hey, it, the hope might the change might not actually come, but at least the energy for, a, for an opportunity, stuff, yeah. a potential is going to be there. And I think the same thing can be applied to like music scenes. And when when bands tend to just sort of like linger, I'm not saying every band. I think some bands have stayed around. It's been helpful. But I think sometimes when, when bands linger, the, the notion, the feeling in the room is like, I guess, who's going to step up? No one steps up because like, oh, well, you know, the, they have, that space has been, you know, we, the, the torch is being held right now. So I'm a big fan of like breaking up, like explicitly being like, we're done. Fuck you. You, you carry the torch now it sounds very idealistic but i, I think it's I, I think the theory holds up but i think I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. happen in new york and that's why new york is stunted a lot of times as far as new bands and whatnot well what we talk about it a lot is that the what do you call it, area denial and just you have to give room in the breathing space there needs to be oxygen for new people to breathe you can't grow a tree under the outstretched arms of another kind of deal mm-hmm. you know so i agree i think we talk about it now that said there's no explicit rules. It doesn't mean that we should say that for every band. Yo, is, would hardcore have been better off if Madball just said, oh, hold it down, we're done? I don't think so. You know, like I think they've no. been a continued positive thing in terms of creating music and doing their thing. But for a lot of bands and a lot of places, I think that's the sentiment I would echo. It's interesting on a, on a counterfactual level to think like, well, what if, you know, Sick of It All broke up after Blood Sweat? You know, yeah, like what? Yeah. What? Like, like what? What if Madball just ended at at hold it down? And I'm not saying like, 
you know, I'm not, and this isn't me saying like New York hardcore would be better off if those bands just like broke sure. up. I'm just saying it'd be interesting to think about what might it mean for those eras because you know a lot of great bands come up, you know, in, in these like moments in in this in in their scenes where there's like no one doing anything. I think that it'd be interesting to look at the the origin and the foundation of all the big bands and be like, when did they start? What was the nature of their scene? Ten Yard Fight, there was like nothing going on in in Boston of that style, right? And it, you know, and it and it it can light the thing up. So I think it's really important to break up. I, and 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 also my last thing is, I think that as a band, knowing that like we're not going to do this forever, you you got to catch the energy in a jar. And what you put out is just like, like you know that like there's a there's a there's it's going to end. You, it's not going to be forever. So the energy that you're throwing out there is just like always 110. At least it was in my own personal experience. And because you hope it is forever. Yeah, so it, it I, makes sense. It's a finite amount of energy, and if you can, if you know, it's not going to have to be spread out over twenty years. And, and the thing yeah. you're saying in that moment, you feel in that moment and that importance, it can change. It can still resonate, but it might change over time. Sure. See, I'm coming from a different place as a as a guy who is getting older, continues to be in in the same band. Uh, I got I got stamina, baby. And and, <laughs> and here's what I'm going to say: if some kid now. I'm the king of the smallest kingdom in the fucking world, right? Like the smallest, most narrow fucking lane. But if somebody wants that fucking crown, they're going to have to behead me and take it from me. And, 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 and I invite them that's good. to do so. That's good. I, Can't wait. Yeah, please. I, I, Put me out of misery. I, I think at least I can maybe speak to the American scene is that uh, we're a little too kind for that. And at least maybe yeah. in the hardcore yeah, scene, that might be true. and maybe with good reason because America is a violent culture. You go to a show in Europe, and people will say you like your new record sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, your yeah. fucking face. And to me, I, I, my guess is that they're they're. You know, it's not a cultural norm that if someone you know you know speaks negatively of you, there's going to be a, like you know an altercation. Whereas maybe here in the states, like it doesn't fly so well. So people in turn have like kind of like an awkward gentle like hey great set and then you look the other way like that was an awful set you know like okay yeah actually pat you were unexpected guest we're gonna have you back as an expected guest and sure thing and we'll talk about this because that's actually a great topic is like on this podcast we have been able to criticize things in a way that if we were just yahoos on twitter could have bitten us back in some sort of way but because uh, there's some context, I think some nuance, people are willing, you know, sometimes people get mad at us, but not often. Yeah. And uh, it's an interesting topic that maybe hardcore in the U.S. does not have a healthy criticism. And, that, and that's the thing that I would love to talk about. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. Uh, th- this was, uh, to me, a very fun, uh, loose, uh, on location, uh, number three. 34 podcast 35 35 podcast uh and uh i've been patrick bob pat tom and we appreciate you for your patronage uh go go give us like 11 stars uh at axe to grindcast on twitter on facebook Facebook. uh, Facebook.com backslash X to Grind Podcast. You got it. Look at that. And we want more emails. More emails. More emails. X to Grind Podcast at gmail.com. Later. Thanks.